Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another show. Two in a row for you guys. This is a kind of like a little bonus podcast, which uh, you'll see here in just a second why we have a little bonus podcast. But thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for everybody joining us on Facebook Live. Uh, we got a special guest here we're going to introduce in just a couple seconds. So if you have any questions or anything, hop on Facebook, join RC After Hours Live. Big show today. We actually got some flying in. So let's uh, get into it. Joining me in studio, in studio, is the great, crazy Canadian, Andre, and he's got his name, Andre the Tree <laughs> Russo, is living up to that. Fantastic over the last couple days. Andre is in studio. Thanks for joining me on his yearly third time down now yeah. from Canada. It's great to have you in studio. Great. It's, it's weird. It's weird, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I know. Face to face, you know, we're not looking at the TV this time. No delay. No delay. Uh, it's fantastic. Now, we should have Mike Coolins here. I uh, had a big uh, family wedding last night, and uh, he hasn't shown up yet, so we're kind of hoping he will show up sometime during the show, um, but uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, so Andre's got in the hot seat today, uh, which is cool. Uh, the once-a-year thing, you know, it, it's fun. And our special guest today, and we'll throw him up on the screen, is James Berlich, all the way from New York. Now, uh, we're going to get into a lot of things with James, but you might have seen him previously with uh, Hobby King. Uh, James, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, I guess it's out there now that you're now with Motion RC. That's correct, right? Hopefully I didn't yeah. spill the beans. Yeah, definitely. I'm the, uh, I'm the new global marketing manager because mm -hmm. as of last week, Motion RC is now a global company. <laughs> wow. So, uh, awesome. Yeah, they're excited. So we're going to talk to James a little bit of what he's been doing, you know, what's going on, maybe some uh, stuff with Motion RC, and uh, also you guys were down in Joe Nall, so I heard you have some stories from down there, you know, what did or didn't happen, and you know things like that. So uh, we'll just have a good time and hang out, and then after that, we we got some flying in, Andre. Yes, yes. So uh, lots more to go. We got some stories for you guys. Uh, real quick, we got to uh, thank our sponsors. A couple things here, real quick. Before we get going, uh, thanks to GetFPV.com. These guys have really been helping us out a lot here in the last few months. They're actually helping keep this podcast going. So they are your number one shop for everything in drone FPV equipment. Uh, Same-day shipping services are fantastic, even though they're out of Sarasota, Florida. Uh, buy something that day, boom, they ship it right out, and it's generally at your doorstep within a couple days. It's fantastic. Customer service is just, you can't beat them. And if you have any problems or anything, you can reach your staff. Uh, phone, email, Facebook, video conference, FaceTime, anything you need. Uh, fantastic company. And the big thing is we've had a uh, coupon code for you guys, but it has changed. We're just trying to you know see what's going on and, and see if you guys are paying attention. So if you want to go to get FPV and buy anything drone or FPV related, the new code is RC After Hours. So if you go there and spend $120, you get 10% off your entire order, but the new code is RC After Hours. So go give them guys, uh, go check them out. Sean, Mike, and Jeff, and Roy, and Andy, and Tim, they're all fantastic people down there. Uh, go check Get FPV, and we thank them guys for bringing James on board today and hanging out with us. So, 
uh, let's see. Where do we start, James? Uh, maybe back up a little bit how you actually got started. Because my understanding, I, I know I've never met you before, but, uh, you know, hanging around uh, flight tests, and I know you've had interaction with them, and they know you. Uh, you didn't really have any, um, what do I want to say, like, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't want to say I interest. Zero RC oh yes, you can yes. Say it flat so out. okay. <laughs> so how did you get involved in RC? Like I, you know, we know Stewart's situation. He was always involved in uh, RC stuff and loved editing, and that's how you know. But for someone outside of it, you know, how did you get started? Uh, so uh, you know, I started out. I was in. I used to be in the business world a long time ago. I was selling mortgages and such, fresh mm-hmm. out of college. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, Boston University. Uh, but that wasn't really my passion. Um, I, did, I, I loved marketing. I loved, you know, advertising. I always liked the creative. So I got into, I'd gone back to school for video production and such. And I ended up working uh, when when Hobby King found me or when I found them. Uh-huh. Um, I was doing freelance. I was working, uh, I was working for local news stations, uh, Cablevision, which is big in New York. I was working for MSG. Um, you know, as a cameraman, editor, MSG Varsity, doing all different types of sporting events. So I always liked, you know, filming those action stuff. And then, uh, you know, as, as so many things go, uh, at the time I was working for the same company, I was doing freelance because they have numerous um, departments, Cablevision. So I was part-time in one department, then I was freelancing in like three other apartments, and the part-time job went away. Basically, they, they fired everybody. Uh-huh. And... Uh, so I had to rethink. I really wanted, you know, something stable, like working mm-hmm. freelance is, you know, is tough, especially when you're trying to raise a family. I just had my daughter, maybe my firstborn. I have three kids now. But uh, so I was looking for something full time. So I went to a video production website that I always check for jobs and such. Mm-hmm. And I saw one pop up that said, uh, you know, do you like RC? And I like, <laughs> sure sounds like fun, like, you know. <laughs> To me, RC was always, you know, just Toys R Us cars. Oh, like that's okay. Sort of, if you would ask me about RC, that's all I would have ever thought of was ra- radio-controlled cars. I had mm-hmm. no clue through my first 30 years of my life that people went to fields to fly airplanes. It just never – I never knew anyone who did, never met anyone who did, and, you know, never, uh, never saw it. So – I applied because it just basically, I was like, well, I like toys. <laughs> I always enjoyed toys. <laughs> and, you know, the the way the job was posted was that you pretty much had, you know, some creative control, which is something as an editor you usually never get. Yeah. You know, you don't really get to decide how, you know, a video should be made, you know, in that sense. Um, so it was sort of like a full creative control type of deal. Uh, and then... I applied and uh, what happened? I, I got a call from an Englishman named Stuart, um, <laughs> Stuart Warren, who, yeah. uh, you know, people might know from, you know, Durfly back in the day. He uh, he would they were Hobby King, I guess, had met up with somebody um, in New York when they came over for a New York tour and or, or a U.S. tour. And it decided Hobby King decided that they were going to put their customer service department like stateside one in New York. So that's mm-hmm. really how it started there. So they were in the process of setting up that first studio that we had at Hobby King. We were located at Republic Airport mm-hmm. where they, uh, you know, it's an older, smaller airport on Long Island. They used to build a lot of, you know, Thunderbolts were built there and stuff, P-47s and, you know. So we were in like an old hangar. I remember going there. It was empty. 
I met this guy from England. He's he's always like, I'm over for a little while. But he's like, you know, basically you're going to meet up with this guy at the field. You're going to film some planes and then you have a week to get me some edits. So I remember waiting there in this big this big, uh, you know, RV, the old Hobby King RV yeah. pulling up and I'm standing there with my camera. I'm like, what is this? What is going on? Like, is this real? And he pulled out, I, I think it was the guy pulls out a Trojan. He pulled out a, um, and an auto gyro. I don't know oh, if you remember yeah. Yeah. Hobby King auto G. I have so one. Talk about something that's weird already. Yeah. Like that, is that a helicopter? He's like, no, it flies like a plane. So anyway, long story short, I filmed them for the day. I filmed some stand-up stuff, and I just went home. And by that, within like two hours, I had yeah. an edit over to Stuart. Mm-hmm. And he called me back, and he's like, this is, this is great. This is awesome. And then he's like, call me again the next day. He's like, look, it's between you and another guy. Um, you know, can you just take the same footage and make another video? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, okay. So 30 minutes later, I sent him <laughs> another video. And, wow. you know, and about an hour later, he's like, man, I, I want to hire you. Because uh-huh. then we had met, or I want to meet you. So then I met him. We spoke, yeah. And then basically, that's how I got started. Wow, whole video, nice. Man. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Did did you kind of wonder a little bit though? You know, seeing all this, and you're like, what am I getting myself into? You know, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to do any research on it. You yeah. know, it was an industry that really, you know, like so much. I mean, it's 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 big, but it's also very small. Yes, you know, everybody yeah. seems to know yes. everybody in it. Um, yep. So it, it it was sort of like a leap of faith, I guess, if you, you know, if you want to call it that. So, you know, it was just the type of thing where I always told myself I want to do something that I love to do, you know, regardless of money or anything else. I just want to be happy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. the first and foremost. I want to enjoy going to work every day because you spend majority of your time doing that. So, mm-hmm. you know, from the from the get go, I had nothing but fun, you know, and the, the four, four and a half years that I was with them was was amazing. I mean, I got to basically turn the, you know, tour the whole world. I got yeah. to go to Australia, the Netherlands, <laughs> France, England, Hawaii, uh, you know, all up and down America into Canada. I was in Canada a few times, like mm-hmm. places that I, you know, probably would have never gone to. Like, I know I probably never would have ended up in Australia. Yeah. But, you know, that's right. The, the other Hogan. Was, the other Hogan. Was on, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, it was, it was fantastic. It was a really, you know, fun time. And filming these things is also gave me appreciation for aviation. Like I really started to love it. I immediately took to the warbirds. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father was always into, was always into, um, the military and my father's into, um, like those little model, um, yeah. what's it called? Like a Lancaster, he goes to Lancaster, Pennsylvania for like war gaming shows. Oh the yeah. Set up oh, the, re- on the, table. the Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking like about. My, my father probably has 20,000 hand-painted Napoleonic warfare uh, wow. soldiers. You know, he was so big into that Civil War, Zulu Dawn. I mean, my dad was always into that stuff, always reading about military stuff. So it was – so I guess I always had an ear to it. And then when I got here, you know, meeting up with Stuart, who was always a big warbird guy, you know, it was like every single plane. Like, this is cool, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I just – Immediately fell in love with the warbirds, and then when you're able to make a video of a plane, and he's like, you know, we want to make it look like, you know, like they would have looked, you know, or people would have seen it. So uh, yeah. it was just fun because every new model that comes out, it's like a research history for me. You know, I, I I don't, you know, to sit here and say I know everything about every jet or plane that I've ever filmed is, mm. you know, would be silly. But yeah. it's just great to learn about. 
I, I have a question I always kind of wanted to ask the flight test editing guys because most of those, well, some of them aren't even there or around anymore, but the guys that used to be there that I knew uh, were kind of in your boat. They never really knew much about RC or didn't fly. So my question to you was, do you think initially, you know, once you got in, since you were on the outside looking in, did it help or hurt you when it come to the editing part? You know, where since you were kind of outside, not really into the RC, did you have a different perspective on things and how you were putting the edits together? Or do you think it took you a little while to really get into the industry and learn things to make better editing when you first came in? Um, You know, it's it's hard to say. I'm the type of person where I don't, it's funny. Like I love, I, I, I loved watching flight tests cause definitely we, you know, we were trying to be like that when mm-hmm. I first got to, you know, to hobby King, we were doing, right. you know, all that crazy stuff, but it's funny. You don't want to, I don't want to watch flight tests too much yes. because I don't want to ever feel like I'm copying them right. in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I just, I look at it as like, you know, at that point it was like they're Coke, we're Pepsi, mm-hmm. we're all enjoying cola. It's just whatever <laughs> flavor you want to take it in. Um, but there's really not too many, I, you know, it's hard to say, but I, I don't think there's too many people highly producing videos in this industry. So right. I looked at it as, you know, the type of thing where there's really not much competition, you mm-hmm. know, if you will. You know, yeah. a lot of the videos you see on YouTube of RC are just, you know, guys at the field with their cell yes. phones and the yes. cam on their hat. And it's awesome, but it's right. not, you know, it's not the production value isn't, yep. you know, yep. at the level that you know, I was used to from my other jobs and what you obviously see with flight tests, you know, I mean, they, you know, and even I'm sure flight test operation isn't anywhere near what, you know, other industries have in their video departments, you know, but when it comes to RC, Mm -hmm. you know, there's nothing really like them. And, you know, there was nothing like, you know, not to sound cocky or anything, but I think I bring something different to, you know, the edits and, you know, I hope people see that, but it's not even about the editing. That's, that's the funny thing too. You know, it's really the products of the stars and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I did for my past job and what I plan to help do, you know, for this company, because we have so much stuff coming. You know, you just want to make it look good. I just want to make it look good. And, you know, and give people an honest representation because there's obviously different types of videos. Um, you know, the most important thing with this industry is the information, you know, Mm -hmm. the information has to be spot on. And then, you know, those flight reviews are obviously the most important. And those are the ones that you want to do the least editing. You know, I, I prefer a full flight, uh, start to finish on one pack where our pilot can take it through most of its paces, you Mm -hmm. know, so then everybody can get a good representation. And I could say, look, that, you know, that's the battery life there. We're not yeah. lying to you. I didn't, I didn't edit out a bad landing or anything like, you know, that's yeah. what you got. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, I had one question come in and I'm going to add another, uh, somebody, uh, Ryan Papp wanted to know what was your actual first plane that you flew when you got in and, and going. And my question is how long did it take for you to actually go, Hey, I want to fly something or were you a little intimidated? Oh, yeah. Well, the first time I tried to put something up, um, I don't know if you remember Matt Feinstein. Mm-hmm. He was on he was on our videos with with Hobby King back in the day. Yeah, he uh, he he had helped develop that rotor bit system. It was yep. sort of like a Lego set yep. that could make, you know, you make drones out of or connects. And I started with a drone like that. And it was really, you know, it was really tough at the start because that was that was the first thing that because right at that time, what, five years ago, 
you know, we were still calling them multi-rotors trying yeah. to fight the drone, yes. you know, the drone name. Yes. And, you know, it was KK2 boards and mm-hmm. such. And they were just something about them that really struck me right away, putting the camera on it because mm-hmm. you can mount a camera on it and get footage from it. So I was like, oh, this is, that's what I want to do. So, uh, yeah, it was tough, but the whole line of sight thing was just driving me crazy. I'm like, how do you guys do this? Maybe I'm too old. Like, you know, <laughs> if I try to pick up a guitar today, yeah. I'll never be able to get it, but I wish I did it when I was 10. Yes. I'd, be a, you know, I'd be perfect at it now. Um, and then it's funny because then what got me to fly well was putting on, then Matt's like, hey, man, try these FPV goggles on. I'm like, what? He's like, you can see out of the camera. <laughs> so then all of a sudden... Hmm. So then all of a sudden, you know, I put the goggles on and now I come from, you know, I'm a child of the 80s. I was born in 82. Uh, I played numerous video games and first person shooters yeah. in my life. And the second the goggles went on and up was up, left was yeah. left, right yeah. was right. I'm like, that. then I was flying like no problem, you know. So I, it's funny, I went reverse. I learned FPV and then I got an appreciation for line of sight and now I prefer <laughs> line of sight. Yeah. But whenever I'm flying an aircraft, I always put myself in the cockpit. So that I, you know, I'm always, it's funny, like I watch the airplane and I just picture what that plane is seeing Mm -hmm. when I fly, you know, like, I don't know if that makes sense to people, but like, you know, if I'm way out in my formation, you know, where I don't, I can't tell my, Mm -hmm. you know, which way I'm really facing. I'm just like, I know I'm facing that way, turn towards me. And, you know, I get it in my head that I'll be on the right of myself as I come in left to right. And I'm always thinking that way when I'm flying anything. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was the first thing I flew, and then the first plane was a Vapor. Um, oh, I bought a Nike Vapor at yeah. Warbirds over Delaware one time, uh, and I still have that thing. And you know, my kids love that. I always chase them. You know, we're flying around the backyard and stuff. They're always looking at it. Uh huh. Try to hit it, but it still lasted. So I'm wow. not that bad a pilot now. Wow. <laughs> what What are some of your favorite things uh, now that you know you've been in the hobby for a little while? What do you like? You still into the Warbirds or? Yeah, I mean, I love the Warbirds, and now I'm obviously with motion, like, you know, jets are a big thing. So mm, Don't uh, get Andre started on jets. <laughs> holy moly. James and I talk getting, often. <laughs> wow. I'm getting, I'm getting more of appreciation for the for the EDFs, and yeah. I'm, I'm starting to learn myself. Like, I'm, I'm doing the 64-millimeter route, like, you know, like Motion RC is telling people, start with something like that. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I got the Crusader uh, and the Lippish. Mm-hmm. So I've been flying those around, and then my first EDF I've, I've flown now. I have three flights on it, but I got the uh, the BAE Hawk. Oh yeah, because um, I figured it was either that or like Andre, you know, it said it was either uh, uh, Alpha was telling me, you know, <laughs> either the Avanti or the Hawk, mm-hmm. and I just preferred something that was more military looking than sport looking. Yeah, you know, I definitely have an appreciation for stuff. I'm not a scale, you know, guru, but I like to think that something might have served or, you know, mm-hmm. done something more important than just an air show, you mm-hmm. know, like if it's in the air, I want to know that, you know, it might've been in a war or, you know, yeah, I like that. You know, I definitely, that's, that's my preference when it comes to any sort of aircraft, just that it was, you know, that it's real. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm kind of curious, uh, and I don't know how far you want to get into this or whatever, but you know, when Hobby King there was kind of coming to the end in New York, um, were you kind of like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? Or were you well, looking to get out of the industry and then motion came along, popped up? Or were you really looking to, to continue, you know, to stay in the industry? 
I, I, I definitely love the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I didn't necessarily want it to end, but it just, um, you know, it definitely wasn't anything that Hobby King did. It was a, you know, it was totally me who, you know, just wanted to try. Because, again, uh, videos are were always my passion, you know, like <laughs> poker, editing and stuff. And I was always doing freelance stuff. So, you mm-hmm. know, weddings, things like that. Like, I know a lot of people from my past. So me and my wife had always spoke about moving south. And, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't going to happen when Hobby King is based now. You know, they were based in New York. So, you know, my wife was interested in, in moving and, you know, like most people, she's the boss. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like I had people like, I'm, you know, where I'm going, I, I have friends there who, you know, I know from my past who are going to be working in the area and such. So I was lining up jobs and doing, you know, freelance stuff on the side. Like I was never silly with my money. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to, you know, leave without necessarily having something full time lined up. And then just in the process, maybe about a couple months or two, three months after I was gone, like, you know, people, you're obviously, I know a lot of people in RC, in the mm-hmm. RC industry, from right. a lot of companies. So, you know, right away, some people email, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? And push come the shove, you know, got in touch with Motion RC, got to talk to Mark Getze, who's, you know, the CEO. And, uh, you know, just he has visions for his company. He wants, you know, he was telling me that, you know, they just want a you know, a full-time marketing department, you know, yeah. a full-time team that can handle all the stuff that's happening. Because at that point, he knew that they were going global, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, as much as we love Ryan and Mike, who are the faces of our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't realize. And I didn't know when I first come on, like I'd seen those guys over the years, but, you know, they, they have full-time jobs, you know, yes. they're doing this on their own time, on the weekends, they're mm-hmm. trying to go out at nights and then... You know, badly enough, they're located in Indiana. So, you know, when the winter comes, it the winter comes hard. So there's not much yeah. flying that happens. Yeah. So, you know, it's tough when you have, you know, when you have a lot of products because, you know, you want to, we got to make videos for everything, not just the free wing and flight line stuff too. You know, we yeah. have so much stuff out yeah. there that, you know, and being that this hobby, at least since I've been here, is mostly now based online. Mm-hmm. You can't just go into a store and hold mm-hmm. something or try it out. Yes. Like, you have to rely on YouTube. You have to rely on the forums. You have to rely on other people telling you that this product is worth your money because you're not going to, you know, you're not going to see it unless you're lucky enough to be at a field that somebody else bought it from. Yep. So, you know, when you're an online company, your online presence is a big deal mm-hmm. and getting information out there for everyone, whether it's, you know, something small or something grand, like a big F4 or, you know, a little trainer plane, like they all deserve the same respect because you don't know who's watching the video at any given time and who wants what, right? You know, so you got to have something for everybody and you just got to have to be able to, you know, be able to make as many videos as possible. You know, they pop up so fast. And that's the other thing too. You don't get a lot of time to make the videos, you know, as much as people think like, you know, yeah. by the time you get a production pre-production model, you know, the product could be three weeks away or two weeks away. And you got, you just got to get out there and, and fly it and hope you don't crash. And yeah, you know, so much goes into it, but you know, I'm basically here to supplement. So you'll be seeing now Ryan and Mike doing, you know, stuff as they always do. And then you'll be seeing stuff from me and, you know, mm-hmm. my goal is when I get down to Georgia is to set up a team. So, you know, I'll, we'll probably be looking for a pilot, you know, somebody else to be, you know, on air when I'm behind the camera or, you know, you'll see me fly as well. But, you know, as I get better, I guess. 
you know, I'm not going to be flying an F4 anytime soon, yeah. but you know, maybe that's my goal. You know, yeah. I want to definitely take people on, on a ride with me, you know, cause if anybody's at my level where you're just sort of starting out or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like I could basically keep anything in the air. I yeah. just don't necessarily make it look good. In yeah. The <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so. funny too, you know, hanging around the flight test guy. I mean, I've been around there since day one and I can remember even back in the day, I've done some videos with them and, you know, I could fly just about anything very comfortably and, and be great. But the second that camera would click on, you know, the nerves start and you're like, what the heck's going on here? I'm just, you know, everything's normal, but I got a camera on me and now the pressure's on, you know, so it, it definitely changes the dynamic when you do that. Um, definitely, one, definitely. one thing too, uh, it's funny, you're, a couple things I wanted to mention, uh, We've discussed it oh, numerous times, Andre, and we all kind of agree. In a way, it's kind of sad. The, the social media and everything in the videos is fantastic. I mean, we we love it. There's more content out there, but we're always harping that for us, most of us anyway, uh, here that fly, um, we like to see it, touch it, taste it. You know, all the things uh, to you know get your hands on it, and that's a big difference for us. And so. You're really only relying on, you know, videos, forums, word of mouth. Maybe your buddy in, ends up with something. And so it's really hard. Like you could see something. There's been numerous times I've seen something, you know, pop out or I watch a video and I'm like, eh, I'm just not really interested, but I've seen it in person. Sometimes we talk to the developers about it and, and find the little intricate details of the, and the time and the passion they put into it and then actually see it physically fly and you're like you know what i really like that plane now mm-hmm. where it wasn't something really on my radar and just for an instance uh lewis was flying with us yesterday and he we had a product uh, andre was flying he's like you know what i looked at that seen some videos and i was really on the fence and i passed on it but once he's seen it in person seen it fly got to feel it taste it and touch it he's like you know what i wish i would have bought that yeah you know yeah so i think that you know, is a big deal for a lot of people spending, you know, your hard earned money on something and then you get it and you're like, man, I, maybe I should have went with something else. That's tough. You know, so much variety out there right now as well. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially back in the day, James, you probably even know like four or five, six years ago, you might only get four or five products from a company a year. It seemed like it was, it was a lot less limited. Now it's like, everybody's just pouring out this stuff. And then you're like, <laughs> I just bought this. Now you come out with, with this. That? And I'm like, Oh man, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. That's good. I mean, I hope it shows that, you know, there's comp- good competition out there. There's, you yes. know, companies Fantastic. should be competing and yep. yes. you know, that's going to drive, that's going to make all products better. You mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. you know, as much as we'd love to be the only hobby company in existence, that wouldn't be good for everybody. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you want to make sure you know, we're always looking over our back, seeing what other companies are doing and, you know, and then adjusting and, you know, hopefully people, you know, and then, and then uh, I guess because there are so many products that are similar, then the other aspect, you know, which, which is great about Motion RC is then, you know, all right, these products are very similar. I'm going to buy from Motion RC because of their service, mm-hmm, you know, because yes. I know that if yeah. something goes wrong, the in case stuff that happens, you know, I know Motion RC is going to have my back, you right. know, and, help me out. You know what I mean? And they're going to keep their products in stock and, you know, and things like that. So, you know, that's, that's really what it comes down to hopefully or us. And we just find, you know, not everybody knows we exist yet. You Mm -hmm. know, like we're not as big as, you know, as the bigger boys in the industry, we haven't been around that long. I mean, this company's only had its 
five-year anniversary. So, um, you know, where we've gotten to the point where we're even in the discussion now is amazing. And now, you know, we want to get up there and just compete. You know, you're going to see so much. We hope people really like what they've been seeing. You know, our product team is, you know, hands on. They're over there going from factory to factory, making sure, you know, the quality remains good. And, And then we've, you know, we deny products that, you know, that even brands that we sell, we don't necessarily sell every product from every brand, you know, like yeah. that we that we have on our page, you know, because some products just don't meet our, you know, our standards. We know that, geez, if we sell this, we're probably going to get way more calls and have mm-hmm. to end up, you know, making a lot, you know, fixing a lot of issues here. So we'll, you know, we'll move on, you know, thank you, but no thank you for this time. And we'll right. check the next one that comes out or something like that. You know, yeah. but we have so much coming just to add to that. You know, it's it's unreal. And I, I only got into it five years ago, as you know, as you guys know, like mm-hmm. I've always heard about, you know, the Wild West. Yeah. Of, you know, early 2000s and stuff where, you know, there either wasn't too much or, you know, the qualities were up, batteries. Like to yeah. me, I'm, I feel like I got in at the perfect time because yep. I don't know if I ever would have been a builder. You know, I don't have that kind of time to sit here and, yes. you know, I'm not going to be building a balsa aircraft from scratch. <laughs> like no. that's. I prefer the simpler that I could take it out of the box and faster yes. I could get it in the air to fly is yep. exactly what I want to do. And, you know, I think a lot of people have migrated, you know, it's just life in general. Now, both parents, a lot of them work, your kids and sports and everything. So yeah. you don't have, a, I mean, Andre and I talk about that all the time. There's always people asking us to do more podcasts and they want more videos. Mm-hmm. And we're like, look, we're, we're just barely getting by as we are juggling life. You know, I'd love to be able to like, just do this full time and talk about RC every yeah. day. And, but it, it's impossible. You can't do it. So you get time to fly. Like you said, James, you want to open the box, charge a battery, maybe glue a couple pieces on and go to the field. Yeah. You know, you know what we yeah. did yesterday? We didn't even roll a video camera. Yeah. We went flying for the sake, the pure sake of flying together as friends, you know? And it was just, it had to be done after everything. And we, yeah. What is that? That doesn't even make sense. Well, I know. You know, we, we took a, you we took it out of camera on. We, I know. I yeah. know. It's, 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 you know, sacrilegious, but it's, yeah. like we've been so busy. I've been so slammed at work. I said, you know what? I'm just going to fly. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll do some more video stuff and everything. But we, we were just, it was just great to chat and just fly and do what we're supposed to do with this hobby, right? So, yeah. So it, it's a, it's unfortunate that, you know, that the video doesn't exist. But, hey, you know, the memories are there for a reason. And then we're supplementing with a podcast, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you, you know, our big thing, too, is uh, – one of the reasons, you know, uh, one of the things when we started the podcast, what we wanted to do, I wanted to talk to these developers. And and I think Alpha, he's one of those guys. We love to talk to him. He has so much knowledge and there's so inf- much information coming that I hope, you know, our message gets out there and they realize how much time and money and effort yeah. goes in to just say like the P-15. You might see it on a shelf or something and go like, eh, I'm not really into that plane. But when you look at the history of that how much development, you know, Alpha yeah. and his team put into that, you know, to get that thing to fly good. And then when you look at the price, like $100, <laughs> you know what I mean? And once yeah, you get out of the cool. box, you glue the wings and, and the Let rudder on. And, the you know, on a three-cell 2200, I was like, for 100 bucks, this is unbelievable. Yes, there it is. I'm going to put it up on this. Yes. It's it's <laughs> it's unreal. Hey, decals. Nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I just slapped some motion stickers on it, but it's it's you know they're all good. I, I want to get the Thunder Chief is the one I have one of the brand new three that I haven't flown yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I definitely want to. 
I get that one. I look at them as like a little collection too. They're just so, you know, they're so detailed. Yep. And they're, yep. they're just so much fun. But yeah, perfect for somebody like me who had never really flown an EDF because it mm-hmm. is a little different. You yeah. know, I wasn't used to having to keep your throttle up yeah. more, you know. Right. Like, you don't, you don't have to do that with a prop plane. So, right. you know, the first time I landed my Hawk was, <laughs> was, was fun. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Getting there soon. Soon. Wow. So many jets to fly yeah. this year. It, it seems like, too, I don't know how much you, you know, you pay attention, uh, James. Like, you, well, I'm sure you've noticed being, you know, deep in the industry, you know, things kind of go in a trend. Like, warbirds get real hot for a while, and then it might go into sailplanes or whatever. And we had this discussion, I think, with Matt Andron from Hobby King, a while, or from um, Horizon Hobby a while back. And, uh, you know the the jets came and they went away for a while and now they're starting to all come the full circle tech, like the yeah efficiency. the exactly and it's kind of cool to see the jets come back and you know like Andre we were talking yesterday they they fly so well now with yeah. the, you know all the technology or you know so and what's been interesting too on that is I recently picked up the older uh, the P five that is or the the F five the Tiger two and to compare that to my Hawk. Uh, it is fascinating because you can just see where the mold technology has gone and the design technology mm-hmm. in making that 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 fuselage how well it's come along. So that, that's that's it's really neat to see the attention to detail and attention to design mm-hmm. uh, that that we've seen the last two years. Because I mean, yeah, bang for buck, the Hawk is like a winner, right? It's just yeah, really good price point and and for what you get out of it, and you know. It seems like it flies really nice. I, I don't know yet. No, don't know yet. No. I'm sure. Soon. I'm sure Soon. if you could have squeaked it in the car, maybe you might have brought it. I don't know. I, I don't. Huh? I, yeah, actually, yeah. Fury Field probably would have been the right yeah. place to to, uh, to to fly it. Uh, yeah. It would have. But yeah, just I don't want to bing it up, right? So because I mean, the, the big trip with all the cars on board, with all the planes on board in the car, it's just like there's a little bit of foam rash. <laughs> yeah. Adam says it was probably the best that Andre didn't have any cameras rolling <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. There was fun that was had. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Um, no, you know, I mean, so much effort. I mean, I get to talk to, lucky for me, I get to talk to Alpha almost every day. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's you know, the insights that he can give. Um, but yeah. just unreal, you know, when he mm-hmm. talks about, you know, every jet that's made every plane that's made i mean it could be 20 to 50 distributors coming together to make that product you know all the little bits and pieces you know that have to be it's like it's a crazy dance that he plays over there to get these products out and in a timely manner um it's it's unreal you know and like when he's saying that from concept to in you know to the flying fields is like 18 months yeah um yeah, that's a lot of time. So, you know, right now, you know, Alpha is living in the year 2020, you know, at this point of, you know, of yeah. where Motion RC is going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's he's in time travel mode. We're only getting what the stuff that, you know, like you worked on everything yeah. we're about to release this summer was all stuff that was you know, in plan, probably in late 2016, you know? And isn't, so, that, isn't that terrifying that you have to forecast? And what if you get it wrong? All of a sudden, yeah, this uh, isn't hot anymore, right? Yeah. You know, ah. you know I think every, I'm yeah. sure every company's gotten it wrong from time yeah. to time. Yeah. You know, and that's what I always try to tell people is like, again, it's, it's not, this industry is not the type of thing. It can't just go on the forums. Like you can't just be on RC groups or hobby squawk and rely on those guys. Cause those guys are the diehards. Of course yes. they'll tell you what, you know, what they want and, and such. You, 
you know, but everybody, they don't represent all of the hobby. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's hard. Where do you find those people? You know, we don't make products that people need, you Mm -hmm. know, we're a want business. Um, you know, nobody needs to fly RC. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, <laughs> Apple gets to make an iPhone and everybody can be a buyer. You yeah. know what I mean? We're yeah. in an industry that, you know, so, not everybody yeah. can purchase everything. Right. You know, there's a learning curve, you know, and that's the toughest thing with this hobby, I think, is that initial, you know, getting people into it and then so that they don't get frustrated and yes. leave the hobby before they even give it a chance, you yep. know? So yep. it's tough. You know, yeah. it's, it's I, you know, it's very hard to really gauge what people like. And I think the, you know, the prime thing is just make sure your product does what you say it does, yeah. Yeah. you know, and as well. And then, you know, it should spread, you know, people will, will find out about that and they'll come, you know, and they'll come find you and they'll come seek you out, you know, and the, the hopefully the reputation that, you know, we've, you know, that free wing and flight line has now, mm-hmm. you know, when, when those two brands release a new bird, people now know what to expect from those, Yeah, you know, and could feel comfortable buying something like that without much information. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, it seems like at this point, whenever we release a new jet, I mean, there are people who, you know, buy the jet within a minute of it going live and the, you know, the videos are eight minutes long. So I'm like, they didn't even watch the whole video. They just bought it. They <laughs> yeah. just know, all right, it's a free wing jet or it's yeah. a flight line warbird. And, yeah. you good, know, good problem to have. It, so yeah. I trust yeah. And okay. yeah, it's great, you know, but again, yeah, this this industry is tough to really market research for. And now that it's global, you know, mm. now we have the consideration that, you know, yeah, we released a B24 in November, we released an F4, we got the A4, we got the Grumman Tiger Cat. You know, these are part of American history, but yes. you know, people in Europe, you know, that's not their history. So, yep. you know, they might not want that. You got to start, you know, now you got to balance you got to have something for everybody. You know what I mean? The popular our most popular products in America may not be the most popular products in Europe. You know, that's something you're going to gauge as we go. Yep. You're right. Um, This might be a tricky question, but I'm, you know, I love talking to you editor people because I'm jealous of you guys because I, I, Andre has been teaching me a little or helping me out. You know, I do do a little, you know, video editing. I try to anyway, but it might take me, three days you know to do a five minute edit but um i'm curious james if you had an unlimited budget and they said do whatever you want to do with whatever plane or planes you want you know from motion or whatever what would what would be your ultimate like video what would you really like to do Oh, well, I, I would take if I had unlimited budget, I'd want I'd want 30 planes in the air at once. Uh-huh. I want formations and, you know, I want to make it look like we're going to war. Uh-huh. When we release a B-24, I want 40 B-24s in the sky okay. and just a bunch of silhouette and the sun in the background with nothing mm-hmm. but silhouetted planes flying over the top. You know, yeah, I would go I would go big in that sense. Give me more pilots to uh-huh. fly. Give me more planes and let's. And that yeah. airship, right? Your your camera airship, right? Yeah, and then I'd want to make the the scale stuff because you go to a lot of flying fields and it looks nice, but you know, I I'd, I'd build all sorts of sets. I'd build fake hangers that are scaled <laughs> yeah. to the thing, you know, like yeah. make it look like it's real, you know, like. I look at, remember back in the day, like G.I. Joe commercials for like the toys, they would always, you know, basically they would lie to us as kids and make you think, you know, the toy did all this cool stuff. But, 
you know, that's in essence what I do. You know, I'd want scale pilots sitting outside. I'd want to create scenes and, you know, that would be mix awesome. it real footage, yeah. you know, yeah. get actors, yeah. you know, go, go take the planes to the real ones. Because the one thing about motion that I love that they do, especially Alpha, you know, he wants to every every plane we make especially the scale stuff we like to find those real planes in real life or the yeah. real pilot still alive who may have flown something like that yeah. um you know so tying that into the video just i love with the especially with the scale stuff i want to you know keep the history alive because as sad as it is you know aviation's never going to be what it was mm-hmm. you know so uh, you know kids it still can be cool though you know yeah. what I mean? If they do it right. I mean, all it would take is, a you know, Disney to make a TV show about kids and warbirds or something. Yeah. I don't know. You right. know, and kids would be right back into it. I mean, the planes are cool. Jets are cool, mm-hmm. you know, and as much as you can tie that history to it because it makes it even better. Right. Uh, when when, you know, like I said, when I'm flying something, when I'm flying a Spitfire or something and then to look at it and just be like, wow, you know, 18 year old kids one time got in this stuff and you know, did, you know, did important things in these things. It's, it's, you know, so I just like, I always love that. So if an endless budget, I'd want to make it feel like you're really there. Like this is, you know, like if I could take an HD camera to 1945, these spitfires and, you know, and get the footage that we should have had in in beautiful color, you know, it's, it's almost like you get a chance to recreate what should have been if the camera tech was better back then, yeah. you know? Right. Wow, that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Would you I like... hard that. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> would be cool. Uh, it, it's interesting because uh, I've yet to try uh, and use any of my really good cameras from work to try and shoot planes. And yeah. uh, the one time I did try and, you know, have someone fly something while I shot, the mm-hmm. plane went down. So, oh. I was rather, you know, it was rather annoying. It hit, <laughs> yeah. a, it hit a building and ended my shoot real quick. Oh. Um, but, uh, you know, I've never had an opportunity to use a really good camera and track a plane. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that'll that be fun well, for I you. Just, can I say, though, in a, in, a, in a weird sense, as a cameraman, I mean, I'm always looking for the crash. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes. I, yeah. There's so many times when I see a plane in the air, I'm like, oh, this, you know what this video needs? This plane needs to go into the ground right now. <laughs> in slow perfect. motion. It's, it's sad. Whenever I film, because I film so many crashes, and it's just, you know, as sad as it is. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know why it is, but. Like when Mac Hodges was when I was at Warbirds over Delaware oh, when that big right. B twenty nine went down. Mm-hmm. Oh, as yeah. sad as it was, part of me was like, "That was the coolest thing I think I've ever shot in my life." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a giant B twenty nine. Yeah, you know, and obviously, luckily, nobody got hurt. Right, but, right. You know, just at Jonal, the first time I whipped my camera out because I was only I got to Jonal Monday night. Um, after and it had already been told that it was canceled, uh-huh. and. You know, I think within the first 10 minutes of me putting my camera out there just to film, you know, somebody smashed. So I was like, this oh, is, yeah, I missed this. <laughs> yes. Wow. And I caught it in slow-mo. So you're just like, but I just told the guy, hey, you know what? If you're going to crash, at least get it on camera. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, the problem with that, though, Andre, you take your, your 
good stuff from work and go out and, and get all this footage and put a great video together. The problem is, and then everybody expects that all the time. Yeah. And then yeah, you're like, what happened? Yeah. You know? I know. I know. So yeah, I, it kills me, but the hat cam and that'll, oh, yeah. that'll be my go-to for a while because yeah, I, I, I've, I haven't found that dynamic with another pilot to sit mm-hmm. there and shoot with them and have that conversation. So I tend to do it myself with all my videos and, and I've been so busy that I haven't been shooting or I've been shooting, but I haven't been editing because I get home from a full day of editing and I'm like, I don't want to edit anymore today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this has been fantastic. I haven't been on a computer now in a couple of days. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so James, you did venture down to Joe Noah, as, as you mentioned a little bit ago. So, I mean, what happened? Did they get any time in? Did you, you know, I, I didn't. So Motion RC, obviously, this was going to be our first big show. Yeah. So, you know, what a, that's, that's a shame. part of the reason why I'm here, too, is because, mm-hmm. again, you know, guys like Ryan and Mike, they have full-time jobs, full-time lives. It's hard for them to take off the time to right. go to get to events. So, you know, I'm here full-time, so I'm going to be going. You know, I plan to take this company to as many events as I could possibly get to. Um, so Joe Nall was the first one. All right, let's go big. Mm-hmm. So we had linked up with George Baker and Steve Hodges, who you yep. guys had on your podcast. Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're big help. They were going to let us, you know, they were going to help us out. So they got there early and we had one of our customer service guys who lives in Georgia. He was, he got there early as well. And then it was going to be me, Ryan and Mike showing up to be open for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then however long that final Saturday was. Mm-hmm. And I was going to, you know, make my debut, if you yeah, call it yeah. that. Uh, that Wednesday morning, we were going to have Ryan go live. And then he, him and Ryan and Mike have actually never been to Triple Tree. So I told they were going to get in Tuesday night. I was going to shield them in like the tent area. Yeah. And be like, look, I want you to see it all on camera live yeah. as it happens. You know, so people get your real reaction right. and such. So, you know, that was the whole plan. But so but first I went down to Georgia to look at real estate because, again, I'm moving down there. So mm-hmm. I had driven Sunday. I drove 16 hours straight through to Georgia. The next morning I was I was at my realtor. We looked at about five houses. I found one I really liked. And we, I was sitting in a Starbucks. I had putting in the offer, and all of a sudden, I start getting texts. Uh, Joan Alls canceled. Oh I'm like, are you kidding gosh. me? I was like, literally, I was getting in my car from this Starbucks, and I was going to go three hours back to Greenville oh. North. So I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me! And then, like, you know, then they confirmed it. So I said, well, I got to go anyway to see what's going to happen with our, you know, vendor fees and how yeah. they're going to handle all that. So. And then I knew they were kicking everybody out that Tuesday by noon. So I'm like, wow. I'll have a night there. You know, yeah, I'll stay yeah. with George and Steve. So I ended up getting there and, you know, by around 5 p.m. And they had a vendor meeting there. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I feel terrible for the vendors who, you know, like obviously we're not we're not a super big company. But a lot of the vendors that go to Jonah are just your, you know, average people yeah. who have their small, you know, s- small business NRC and Jonal makes up a good portion of their yearly intake. So, right. you know, you could tell by the time I got it, because I guess they had canceled it by around 10 a.m. that day. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got there, like, you could just see that the Jonal staff was frustrated. You could see that all the, you know, all the vendors were frustrated. So it was just a, you know, it was a sour mood for everybody. So, you know, but it, it, it they made the right call. I mean, there's really nothing you can do. So then I just went down to the electric line and uh, I met up with some of the guys who are going to be at the club that I'm going to be filming at. So um, 
I'm going to be a part of the Cobb County Radio Control Club. So there are about 10 of those guys there. I had sent them all Thunder Chiefs. Oh, wow. So we were going to do a big we, – they had 10 Thunder Chiefs, and wow. we are going to try to do a big gaggle, but yeah. there just wasn't any time. There wasn't enough sun left. Yeah. And then – I had no place to sleep, so I ended up leaving around 10.30 a night. So I really oh, only man. got to film that that guy, Eduardo. I don't know if you saw the video with his yes. A-10. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's doing rolling circles with his A-10 all over. Oh, and my I gosh. plan on letting that guy fly a lot of our jets for videos when I get to Georgia because wow. <laughs> there... he filmed it really well. I mean, he flew it really well. After, you know, just our little stint and fly, uh, flying the 105 and – there is no way I would want to be out there flying with 10. There is oh, no yeah. way. No. I well, would be like, forget you. It'd be colored. It'd have to be colored up, man. I mean, you blink and it'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally. You'd probably I was kind of hoping for a little carnage. I you bet. Know, You'd get that one pass, and then everybody would yeah. go and do the the turn to come back, yeah. and it'd be all gone. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm on my inside. Is that you out there? I'd be like, forget it. I'm going to roll right. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Man, I see a quick comment from Adam Drain. Uh, uh-huh. Was it really because of predicted weather or was there other reasons behind the scenes? No, it was all because of the weather. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, there was no other reason for them to cancel and, and lose that money. Uh, they, they, I had been to Jonal. That was that was my seventh time. Mm-hmm. So I'd been to four Jonals and two e-weeks. And, or three, I'm sorry, three Jonals and three e-weeks, whatever it was. But two of the e-weeks I went got rained out. Now, that and happens usually in October. Yeah. And I've seen the 3D line after about two hours of hard rain where they get an inch or two yeah. you know, right away. And uh, you don't want to be down there. All those campers and RVs would have gotten stuck. Uh, they would have destroyed his property. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, which would have affected other shows because they do so much more than just RC shows. So it was just bad luck. I mean, 35 years in a row of mm-hmm. never having to do this. So they got knocked out this year. Mother Nature came came with a right cross and, and put Joe Nall in his place for a second. But yeah. I'm sure next year will be fine. And we'll be at Nall in the fall because now I'm only three hours away. Right. Yeah. Hell, I was telling my wife I could wake up at 9 a.m., drive to Triple Tree, film a plane and be home for dinner. Oh, <laughs> like, fantastic. But you won't. I mean, you yeah. won't. A bunch yeah. Of times. yeah. <laughs> and it, it, you know, in one sense, I kind of relate a little bit. This last year at Flight Fest with all the rain, Andre, you were there, you know. Uh, Mike Mike, and I spent, you know, like two days, three days on a tractor. We were hauling people. Yeah, pulling RVs and trucks and cars in and, you know, in and out. And it was a mess. But, you know, the, the community is so good, though. I mean, everybody's still, you know. They they took on the weather, still had fun. There was lots of flying, but yeah, it's uh, it can and with an event as big as Triple Tree, I couldn't even imagine with that many people there and they got all that rain, what they would do. It would just be a complete disaster, I would think. Yeah, I just feel bad because there were a lot of vendors there. I mean, I talked to some guys who were there from Taiwan, Australia. Oh my gosh! So here I am thinking, you know, I drove sixteen hours from New York. Luckily, I was there, you know, partly to look at real estate. So yeah. I ended up finding a house. So my my whole drive wasn't that terrible. Right. And then I, you know, and then I stopped at George Baker's on the way on the way home. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You know, I feel bad for all those people that, you know, they took their whole week off. I mean, they drove campers from California to get there. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's it, trust me, they didn't they didn't close it for any reason other than they had to. And, you know, it just yeah. it sort of is what it is. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? 
Um, real quick, just wanted to uh, mention I had a question here. I just joined the show late. Uh, did he move from HK to Motion RC? Yes, we did mention that earlier in the show. James is, as you know, no longer with HK and is now working for Motion RC. And I think he just made that announcement uh, recently. So yes, James does work for Motion RC. So anyway, you left there, ended up going down to uh, George Baker's place. Now we've we've <laughs> what all, an amazing hanger that I, I That's what I want to get into. Like, did the door just come open in this ray of sunlight and these angels? Yeah, oh, I mean, it's that is it's unreal. unreal. I mean, it's 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 Disneyland. If if there wasn't, you know, the only place that tops it is probably Triple Tree. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, that was that was a perfect plan B. Um, I'd always seen it on the pictures and you just yeah. can't imagine. And then, you know, like I heard on your podcast, the fact that he's only been doing this two and a half years. Yes. I'm like, crazy. What? You know? Yeah. Like, you know, that's, it's amazing. And you know, the field is nice and uh-huh. just, and, and he's just so welcoming yeah. um, to everybody. Like, you know, he really, he helped a lot of people out. I mean, there were a couple of guys there from California who, you know, had their whole week off. They drove their RV all the way across the country with all their planes to fly at Jonal, got in maybe two days of flying before they had to leave. So he just said, you know, you're, you're off for the week anyway. Come up here and just come hang. Up and George Null. You know, yeah, George Null. And, yeah. He lets people just come and go as he pleases. And yeah. it's it's awesome because that's what I love about this hobby is I was I showed up. I'd never been there before. You know, I have no reason to, you know, I've talked to George and Steve you know, since I've been working, like they knew I was with motion for the last couple months, you know, yeah. I had conversations yeah. with them here, right. um, setting all this up. But again, I just, I'm sitting here, I call my wife on the phone and I'm like, it's, I'm, I'm somewhere in Tennessee, Virginia border. I've got people that I just met an hour ago and everybody is cool. We're all just talking planes. We're all flying. And yeah. you know, it's like, I've known these people forever. And I feel that way every time I go to shows. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to stay in this industry, I, you know, yeah. obviously editing is a, is a passion and mm-hmm. it's a hobby for me, but it's not the type of hobby where you're going to make friends and meet a lot of people. You know, you're going to yeah. be virtually on your computer all the time. Yeah. I was always looking for something like, you know, I have friends who play softball leagues. I'm not that into softball, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't really want to join a, a 35 year old football league yeah. and get hurt. Uh, you know, like what can I do? Dude. I was always looking for a hobby and now this is, I love this. I love just the fact of, you know, you could go to a field. I obviously like to talk, so mm-hmm. I don't mind talking to people and, yeah. you know, and, and flying is just a lot of fun, you yeah. know? So I hope, you know, I hope the hobby continues forever. You know, I, I basically put all my chips in, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. in and, right. you know, yeah. I've, I basically, you know, I, I thank my family every day, you know, my wife's allowing me to chase, you know, my dream and you know, that it worked out well yeah. and you know, I'm just excited to make so many fun videos with this company and you know, just basically get the information out there. Cause we have so much stuff coming. Yeah. Um, did you see the, 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 the minor announcement on Friday? some of the upgrades to some of our jets and warbirds. Yes, yes, yes. So, I, yes. So the, gotta, uh, the two, the, uh, the ME two, uh, two, two, 
Yeah, two, no, yeah. two, six, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Two, six, two, that's it, yeah, you got yeah, yeah. it. You can tell I'm not, I'm <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that's, uh, that's a paint scheme, because you guys last year had done the power system, this is all stuff that Alpha had fed to me, so yeah, that, that's, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I, I was like, oh, I like that plane when I was looking, and I'm like, but I'm not a fan of gray planes for whatever reason, so now this has got a new color scheme to it, so it looks pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. What was the other one? There was something else. Uh, oh, that's the the new paint job on, or was that just for the cover? The Delta that got on the Delta. Oh, well, that's a, that's that's a paint job. That's in Power System and the three D parts. And that's the, the whole Magilla. Yeah, yeah, so, really nice paint scheme on the back end of the Delta jet. So mm-hmm. it's got some nice yellow and yeah, the tiger meat. Like it's. Yeah. It, when Alpha showed me that, I'm like, what is that? Was that like, are they yeah. painting that in the factory? <laughs> like, that's coming like that? And, it's and the other one, yeah, Buck Stamps just wrote me, it's a Spitfire, so the clip wing for the Spitfire in the cockpit. And it's interesting because I was asking Alpha, is this stuff, you're either going to release the files from correctly, but you're also going to sell them pre-printed and painted, if I understand correctly? Yes. Yeah, so you'll be able to pick up all the kits. I, I don't know if the cockpit is going to be painted, the cockpit set, but at least the, the wingtip conversion is just going to come with the two wingtips yeah. and the tail piece yeah. that will make your tail look a little pointy, you know? Yeah. So, so it goes to a just clip to wing. match. Yeah, makes a Spitfire um, clip wing. It's good. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I just I just told Alpha, I was like, you know, so many people are just going to be buying a spare wing and then, you know, <laughs> just swapping the wings in and out. That's yeah. what that's, I'm going to do. That, that actually, yeah, it's a fantastic idea. That's a big wing, too. Uh, James, I don't know if you've seen the one question. Uh, somebody was asking if you could tell them what kind of video cameras you're using, you know, because they said dude, your, like, your slow motion shots always look so good. So what do you... Yeah, what? well, sure. Um, with, with Hobby King, it was, the, uh, it was the Sony FS700, which sadly got discontinued. So if you mm. can get one, you get it on the cheap, mm-hmm. it's still $3,500. It was... You know, a ten thousand dollar camera when it first came out. Holy but, cow! Uh, oh, Got to use the yeah, right stuff, Chris. Do, yeah, that's a little bit that better than do, the GoPro. That one could do four hundred eighty. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, four hundred eighty frames per second at ten eighty p. Wow. It could go nine sixty at seven twenty, but I never really used it because, I mean, unless you're in the direct sunlight, then mm-hmm. everything just gets really dark. Uh, um, but the four eighty and now currently I. I, I got myself a GH5, uh, which can do up to 180 frames per second at 1080. So, and 4k. Yeah. So, um, are, are you, you know, uh, I found are, it, uh, are you shooting great. at 4k? Or are you just going to stick with 1080? Oh, I'm, I'm going to stick with 1080 for the flight reviews, the builds, all the BS. I'll probably just use 4k for the product hype videos, you know? Yeah. So at least you can track it if you need new stabilization. Yeah, and it'll just, It'll play nice with the, you know, because when I make the, my favorite videos to edit are obviously what I call the hype videos. The yes. ones that, you know, are just cut get, up to the music and yeah. the history. Like, you know, that's yeah. why I always get mad when people are like, oh, the music's on. Like, leave this video alone, please. Watch the flight review. <laughs> oh, and, I can relate you know, to that so much. Music, I'll not put music on the flight review. I won't do anything flashy. This here's, yeah. you know, this this video is for me. And, you know, for everybody, just get excited. Yeah. You know? yeah. I so uh, I'll probably try to do those in 4K because it'll play nicely with the uh, with the Mavic, yeah. GoPro, you know, when I, I'm using a lot of other cameras as well. So, you know, right. it'll, it'll work well. But I haven't, I have yet to use it yet to film a product video. The last video, I well, the video that I did, um, I did the B twenty four hype video. That was that was uh that was me and Tom Hunt mm-hmm. uh, filmed that one. So that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time with that thing. <laughs> now, James, you said earlier you 
generally talk to Alpha on a daily basis or close to it. So I'm curious, and maybe you've already been bugging him. I don't know. What would be one plane in your personal list that you would like to see Motion bring out? Oh, my God. One plane (laughs) in in my list that I would want to see Motion bring out. Um, Hmm... That's, I mean, that's a tough question. I think, I think you know, something like a, a big, you know, because obviously the B-24 was a big success. Like, I would love to see a B-29. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like a big super fortress would be awesome. Like, yeah. there's, I remember flying the B-17, the HK-1, and, you know, it was fun, and the B-24 is fun because, again, I'm not... I like flying things that are like fly can fly like a cub in essence, you know. So <laughs> you know, it was always fun to fly a big bomber where you don't have to, you know, yeah. I'm not going to need to go inverted or right. show, you know, I yes. can just putz around and it looks the presence in the air. So you know, I, I hope he's pushing on big more big bombers because I mm-hmm. think the B twenty four proves that people want uh, it. Yeah, want it. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. That people will. You know, even though the B twenty four has more than enough power to do all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff with it, you right, know? right. But um, you know, because obviously you you can get bored quick. But uh, you know, there's something beautiful about about a big, you know, a really big bomber. So yeah. I would like that, and I'd like to see other types of you know single engine warbirds. You know, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, like for flight line, like I'd love a zero. I'd love to see you know the Corsair. I'd love yeah. to see. You know, all even a Mustang, you know, a new Flightline Mustang. I know everybody's like, there are so many Mustangs, but I haven't seen an Alpha Mustang yet. You know, I want to know what that looks like, you know, and they should all match up to that 1600 Spitfire. So, you know, the four of those, Barrier, you know, as far as I'm concerned. But keep doing ones that, you know, maybe people, you know, that's what also I love about motion in general is we keep making things that people haven't seen before you know like yeah. a lot of the planes we release are the first time in foam electric you know the mm-hmm. only place you only time you'd see some of these if they were scratch built yeah. so yeah now we, know, it, it'd be nice to see it yeah we got something here for you if if you don't know adam drain he's a huge huge b17 guy he's been around it his whole life he's part of the liberty foundation and uh he's always harping on everybody to get a nice big scale b17 and we, we can't mm-hmm. seem to get anybody to make one to his liking but he says if you can get him alpha to get him a nice scale big b17 that he will give you a ride and a real b17 in return I, I, will, I will beat down Alpha's door to get a ride in a real B-17 for sure. So uh, I'll keep I'll keep beating him down. I'll, I'll work on him. But if he's going to, you know, if the concept starts today. Yeah, three years months. later, right? right. Well, I <laughs> guess we I guess months. we can let the cat out of the bag. If for some reason here in the near future we see you on a B-17, we know what's going on. <laughs> there you go. You know yeah. what? That's how I'll do it. Adam, I won't tell anybody. If you ever just see me on video in a B-17, you know what's coming. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Yeah, that B-70 ride's on my bucket list. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Man. Um, anything else? You got any, anything more for uh, James? No, I think we're going to have a fun summer. I yeah. think it's good. We're yeah. going to have a lot Talk, of fun. Yeah, Talk, talking with Alpha, the stuff you guys yeah. got coming down, I'm like, wow, I, I almost just can't keep up. You know, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. 
Yeah, um, it really is. And and that's the one thing I wanted to, you know, say here's a lot of people are, you know, we do the project names. So mm-hmm. that was sort of, you know, Alpha had always had those project names just internally. And when he was telling me, he would always refer to things, oh, Project Bond or Project This. And I'm like, wait, 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 which is this project? Which is yeah. and, and I started talking to him. I was like, why aren't we using this for our marketing? Like, you know, I mean, tease. I love teasers. Yes. You know, I, I, I love, I love, you know, it's always fun. You know, it's yes. fun to make teases. And I, I always enjoy it on the other side. Like I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big kid. So I love the Marvel. Whenever a teaser comes out for a comic book yes. movie or you know, probably like I'm all for it. Like I'll, I'll give me a teaser of a teaser and I'm happy. So, you know, I, I started incorporating those, but I wanted, you know, it's funny cause a lot of people are, you know, get hooked on the, on the projects and they're not everything has a project name. So, mm-hmm. you know, so we have our projects that Alpha's told people about that are coming. He'll give you the names, but yeah, guys, I mean, hang with us like mm-hmm. motion. We have so many products and it's also not just, you know, Jets and Warbirds too. We don't want to just be uh, known for Jets and Warbirds. You know, we're going to have some new aircraft coming out in all categories of planes. And then if you saw the helis that we uh, are going to be coming out with, I mean, these things look fantastic. I wish I could bring one out, but it's in my container sitting on my (laughs) driveway right now. Uh. Uh, But uh, they're they're absolutely stunning. Fiberglass 450 plug and play helicopters. I'll I mean, try that. And, I want to try those. And it brings you back to when I was talking earlier about when I first got into multi-rotors, the whole member, the, everybody was you know, down and to the left to arm it or mm-hmm. down and to the right, you know, and that's basically, it flies on, on a, uh, on a CC, on the, basically a Revo CC3D board, but, uh, I was just Sparky 2.0, but literally out of the box, if you could hover a drone or fly a drone, you know, line of sight, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to fly a helicopter. Now, yeah. obviously it's, it's dangerous. It's a 450 helicopter, you know, <laughs> but it is stabilized. So mm-hmm. if you let go of the sticks, it'll, le- it'll at least level itself out. Yeah. Um, and we think people are going to enjoy it. Cause again, we really love the scale stuff. So we're, you know, we're not really going to get, try to, you know, get into the 3d heli market or anything. We just enjoy the scale helis. We want to see, helicopters do you know i always have appreciation to see helicopters do what they're made to do you know what you see do on movies like because we have the airwolf coming out yes you know that's one of them like and it's just awesome and now i to think like because helis was probably the one aspect of the hobby that i was deathly afraid of yes Um, i agree a lot of respect. You know, like, yep. I mean, whenever I would film a 3D heli, I'm like, all right, telephoto lens. I'm going to stand about yeah. 100 feet this way. <laughs> um, you know, you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, the scale helis, it's just when you see that now that it, I have access to it, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm going to probably try to at least uh, be able to hover one of these things. And I think it would be fun because the beauty about a heli too, all times of the year, man, you don't need to shovel yeah. snow, you know, you shove a little patch and then yeah. you can go out with your heli and, <laughs> unless and you go, go in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 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 Unless you go in, but, uh, no, they fly really well. I was impressed with them. And, you know, as alpha said, uh, all these helicopters are pre flown before they leave the uh, before they leave the factory and they all have an individual serial number so that we can reference it if there is an issue, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, basically all you're gonna have to do, if you have a Spectrum radio, you could just pull it out of the box, download the file that we'll put on the product page when they oh, go wow. live and just, you know, and then set it up. Or you can just set it up yourself. It, was, it takes more than, you know, it takes the same amount of time as a plane. We have everything listed inside it with, uh, you know, Aileron, Rudder, we have it set up 
the same way you'd set up a plane. So a lot of plane yep. guys will be very familiar with, uh, you know, binding it to a receiver mm-hmm. and then you get to trim it out and, you know, all stuff that, you know, heli guys had told me, you know, cause obviously doing the marketing for these things, I've been talking to a lot of, you know, scale heli pilots. And when you're trying to explain this to them, they're like, wait, 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 I could trim it out. I was always told as a heli guy to never yeah. touch the trims on my radio, um, do everything inside the, uh, you know, yeah. Copter. Yeah. in the copter itself. And yep. now this will sort of change the game, you know? So, uh, you know, I hope people enjoy these, and that'll be the in-between from those XK line of helicopters we have and the big Roban helicopters that we're, we're doing now. And this is this is the nice in-between. So Sweet. these 450s, and the beauty is all the parts, the internals are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if something goes wrong, any spare parts will do, and also the spare parts will match some other popular brands. So, you know, Nicely if you were in a pinch and needed something or you yep. had a, a different type of heli, you'll be able to probably, you know, heli guys will know what they're looking at. So we think people will be really excited for these because heli sort of, you know, died a little bit. I yes, think, you know, I agree. Um, yep. When the drones started up and, you know, I think it's just cyclical. I think there's no reason they can't come back if you just uh, – Again, get get people into it because there's a, a you know the hobby itself has a large barrier to entry, mm-hmm. and then I think Kelly's has the most difficult barrier to entry um, as a niche, you know. So hopefully we can widen that berth and get more people in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got some friends of ours. Uh, one of them I think's watching now, Steve Young. Uh, they they're big heli guys. Actually, do a really good uh, heli podcast that I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. I'm sure. It'll be um, but uh, yeah, Steve uh, saying that the helis have really made a big comeback here recently. Probably just because of you know the quad technology is now being integrated in, and they're much easier to fly. And uh, what really surprised me though, Steve was telling me a little while ago that uh, not only the helis coming back, but the nitro helis are really making a big comeback, which really surprised me. Yeah. So, well, I guess, you know, like the planes are getting easier, the self start, you know, the starter pack ups mm-hmm. packages and everything, all that tech, the shutdown and everything. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a whole other level of terrifying. Yeah. You know, I got blades and I've got nitro. What yeah. could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it, I saw some of those photos and mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, they do look good. Yeah, they, they do. They would look good just sitting there on yeah. the show. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I do want to try one of those. So you've got the Airwolf. I think you had a Huey in there, I think. Yeah, we got a Huey, he- an Airwolf. We have the Coast Guard Augusta. Yes, mm, that's uh, it. Yes. AS350. And then we're going to, and then the two I didn't get yet was the MD500. It'll be in a police scheme. And then a, uh, Little Bird, AH6, and it'll be mm. in a desert camo scheme. Yeah. But what so are those Blue two I didn't I keep, see. Yet. I keep asking for Blue Thunder. Uh, Blue Thunder. Come on, that's an old movie reference. Yeah. But, you know, that was still an epic helicopter. Uh, so. How old are you, Andre? Uh, <laughs> too old. Come on. Roy Shatner, come on. That was an awesome movie. Um,. <laughs> But I'm and I'm surprised, you know, like you didn't do the, uh, you know, the Magnum PI uh, Bell. What was that one? Oh, that, the Tiger, the Tiger one. Yeah. But I mean, you've got you know, that in the Roban line, would right? Love to do every single copter. Yeah. So let's start with these six, and if they, you know, if the are, are sales warrant it, then they'll see more. Can you? you can know? you? Well, on a question on that on that product line, will you be able to get like clear, uh, uh, canop- you know, clear, clear bodies and paint them up? Hmm. 
I, I mean, looking at, I mean, knowing Alpha, probably I hadn't asked him. So that's yeah, something I will definitely fun. ask. Cause I mean, that makes sense. You think like the car guys, you could change any car and you know, it's just yeah. a cover. Cause it's, that's, that's the beauty of this. You're buying, you're in essence buying just the 450. It doesn't matter what it's wrapped in, right? It's yeah. just wrapping paper. Yeah, that's you know, true. In and, and probably the gear changes, but yeah. actually it's funny. It's because, um, when we started, when, when James popped onto the scene for motion, all of a sudden motion RC followed me and you know I, we've got all our industry links and I kind of knew what was going on and then you know you tag me and I'm like you know who this is I'm like yep <laughs> but um, and, then, and then James like well pop on to Hobby Squawk and, yeah. and start talking with the guys and I and I giggled because it's like there's a whole other the whole painting and Alpha's like you should start painting some of your airplanes because I go on about you know how I love the Canadian colors on mm-hmm. some of them stuff and that's what was the genesis for the F5 I'm like I want to do this up because the the Canadians. Oh, Ooh. yes. Yes. Holy I'm moly. so happy you pulled that out. You know, um, this was my, yeah, yeah. man, paint them up. Yes. If you're going to do it, make yeah. it your own. Wow. I have fun doing this one. So. This is about to my extent, though. You know, some Cali <laughs> graphics. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Took a little while with the dragon, but, you know, yeah. it looks nice. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. That's why I was so, I was so sad when I nosed it over. I, I definitely know. Oh, that's minor, minor. That'll that'll clean up. Yeah, and that's. It, it's funny because it, it's taken. Uh, I, and, and this this goes back to something Stewart said to me one time. He says you've got to stop babying these airplanes, Andre. They're foam. You know, yeah, they're they're nice and special <laughs> to you, but they're just foam, and yeah. you need to fly the heck out of these things. So that's that's helped me relax and do something goofy mm-hmm. here and there. And, you know, so I've got a couple planes that are a little bit more scarred up. But as I said to Mike yesterday, they fly better after you repair them. <laughs> yeah. The second I crash, then I fly infinitely better because I'm not worried about it anymore. Well, yeah. You know, you patch them up. You go, oh, okay, great. Yeah. And, you know. And but so, usually I dent them before I even get to the field. I know. You know I'm trying to I be know. so careful and I nail it into the wall <laughs> or I kick it accidentally or, yep. you know, going into my car. I'm just like, ah, it's already messed up. But now, now it's fine. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> wow. Well, man, what a, uh, it's a lot of great information, James. We enjoy talking to you. Um, I'm thinking down the road, too, once you get into your new place and get settled, and um, we know we're, you're probably going to get into some uh, maybe pre-production stuff that we know is coming out, and I think it would be cool to have you on. We can see it and you know talk about it a little bit more. And then also... Yeah, definitely. Well, the next big thing is going to be announced um, at Jet Jam. So okay. that is in two weeks. That's mm-hmm. in Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to head there. I'm driving there to meet up with Ryan and Mike. It'll just be the three of us. Yeah. Um, so they're going to bring a lot of the product that we were supposed to bring down for Joe Nall. Um, so we're in like last We're probably going to do an auction there with some of that product because he had open boxes and decaled up all the planes, you know, in preparation for Joan Hall. Yep. And then it sort of got stuck there. So it'll be the three of us. We plan on doing a lot of Facebook live stuff or YouTube live. We haven't decided yet. Um, and then hopefully we'll have, you know, something new from Alpha that mm-hmm. we're going to debut there. So yeah, nice. Uh, that'll be the next time you probably see me. Uh, and, you know, and that'll be the next big thing. So mm-hmm. yep. hope people enjoy it. Oh, I yeah. think they will. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it. Uh, thanks, James, for joining us. Again, a lot of information. I'm glad you're back in the uh, industry and uh, can continue on with uh, you know what you were doing and enjoying. So that's exciting. And, uh, and, and like and you, 
Good. And back in, in, we knew he was back, but boy, oh boy, there was a couple of times we were biting our tongues talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was like, oh, that can't, yeah. that, that can't say that. Yeah. Can't yeah. say that. We, yeah. actually edited, we actually edited one of our videos because yeah. we talked about it. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's not public knowledge yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this makes things way easier. Yeah, yeah. And that was so. mostly because, like, again, I'm in New York sort of by myself. I've been working out of my basement and, you know, there really wasn't much to – yeah. To say over the winter, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so it was like, why, you know, let's make yeah. it, let's make it something. Not that I think I'm, you know, this important person or anything, yeah. but you know, it was like, if we're going to do it, let's do it at Joan Olive. Yeah. That was sort of just made early on. It was like, I might as well just hang out till then. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, cause that's when it was always the plan. Everything was supposed to happen for Joan Olive, the EU warehouse, yeah. you know, new product announcements. And now this is going to yeah. start the chain where man, you're going to get something new from us probably every month going forward the rest of the year out. So, right. you know, get yep. ready, guys. Yeah. Get and ready. Can't wait. Oh, no, I can't we'll wait. have some fun. <laughs> so, all right, James, we'll let you go again. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll be looking Thanks, forward to uh, some of your awesome videos coming down the pike here soon. And uh, good luck. Definitely. Definitely, right. guys. It was a pleasure to be here. And I'll uh, see you soon. All right. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Nice talking to you. There we are. James. Woo. That awesome. Went, that went well. Yeah. A lot of information. That guy, you know, he's he's can talk. I like it. You yeah. Know? Now we're gonna have a good time with them and and uh you know, actually mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll bug him after when we get offline here. We'll bug him because I think we need some we need some motion RC decals. Actually, I want decals from everybody these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh wanna get in I guess we get in a little bit uh from what we've been doing. Oh, first of all, I know I've been getting some questions on about my shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, if anybody, why I'm wearing a pink shirt, if anybody listened to the show before, Mike despises the color pink. pink. He doesn't want no pink airplanes, doesn't like the pink, nothing. So I decided for the show, and Mike is supposed to be here, I went out and bought a pink shirt just for Mike so he could sit and look at me in my pink shirt for the show. But he didn't make it. Uh, we did see him online here a little bit earlier. I don't know if he's still on Facebook. I think he's trying to get here. Is he trying to get here now? I think he's now? trying to get here. Uh, you know. So, so he may show up late. We'll have uh, to eat all the donuts before he gets here. Yeah, yeah. So Mike, <laughs> this this is for you, buddy. I might, you know, keep this on all day just to uh, bother you and uh, distract you and see what you're going to crash. <laughs> he's chatting. He's actually chatting as us. Oh yes, <laughs> ugly, ugly. Oh, he's jeez. Always. I love it, Mike. I love it. So. But anyway, we uh, let's see. We went out to Fury Field yesterday. Yeah. Hung they, out there all day. Yep. Lewis come down all the way from Buffalo. Yes. Uh, for the second year in a row, come yep. down and hung out. Yeah. And we just had a fantastic day. Like you said, no video cameras, no, not. We just hung out in the hangar and just flew everything that we brought with us. We, you know, we all drove separate because the cars were completely <laughs> packed. Jammed. Uh, oh, uh, I guess that's Mike saying I'd rather see you shirtless. I don't think I'd want to admit to that. But <laughs> I'm just burning. See, look at that. Look just at that. Burn your shirt. Uh, <sighs> but I'm trying to think. What? Well, first of all, I guess uh, you know, Mike and I haven't flown for a long time, yeah. so we had to kind of get back in slowly, you know. <laughs> and we have a dog just barely bumping the camera uh you know i took out the uh regular tundra got you know back in the swing of things then yeah. brought out a couple warbirds and then we went <laughs> <laughs> was that you or the dog <laughs> and uh we uh slowly migrated into the 64 millimeter uh 
jets jets from yeah. motion and oh my gosh I, i'm just honestly i'm just in love with them you know we've been harping about you know we want more belly landers cheaper airplanes something you can throw in the car yeah and you know we've had them in studio and everything obviously you you've flown them before but to actually just get out with everybody and fly them and to see how much fun they were i i'm i'm sold literally yeah. Yeah. sold you know the the 105 just looked fantastic in the air a little hard to track it's yeah. like a missile it is kinda. it is it's that it's that return turn when you when you do your cycle and you're coming back to yourselves ah mm-hmm. oh, it was just like yeah for a second right so i'm gonna add a little color to mine hey Timmy. <laughs> hi dog hi buddy um <laughs> i was very impressed the way they looked in the air yeah you know uh i i just there's nothing really bad about it. i will say if you're, I don't want to have to say you're, you'd have to be a strong intermediate. It just, but you got to have some kind of skill and have flown some faster stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were easy to hand launch. Uh, no problem. Actually landing. I don't really pretty simple, but they were, they were fast and could get out of sight quick. Yes. And you kind of had to be on your toes. Yeah. You know, yeah. for a, for a and what we discovered with the twenty two, sorry, the uh, the uh, the one hundred and five was it definitely did not like having a twenty two hundred in it. So we were flying with thirteen hundreds. I flew yep. an eighteen hundred for a little bit in one of mine, and that seemed to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 P fifteen had zero issues with the with the twenty two hundred. Yeah. Once you yep. got the CG just right, yes, and uh, yeah, definitely going to do. Uh, I don't know what color I'm going to put on the. Uh, on the 105, but it's going to be bright. And then my the only issue I really felt with the uh, with the P15, or um, was I definitely needed that hor- the the hor- the rudder needed to be painted because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I did that first roll. My roll rates were jacked. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, <laughs> through the air it went. I'm like, wow. Let's not do that. And I change things up uh both aircraft i just cranked Mm -hmm. even in my low range Mm -hmm. i cranked that elevator Mm -hmm. because the 105 wasn't bad on the toss as i recall but the 15 yeah if you didn't give that thing hard hard toss sank sank yeah and and you're just with the edf you just even at full throttle it just there's not enough airspeed so it's a really good yep you know high you know and you're doing this with your left arm but it's like it's like a good football toss yeah and alpha did mention that he said just make sure you give it a really good toss Uh, and the nice thing with that air especially with the 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 105's got the pointy nose so you will do a little carnage if you do have a bad toss mm-hmm. like you'll crack up that plastic nose but the the 15 there's there's zero issues because it's got that rounded nose piece and right. it looks really you know it just goes um uh victor says he can see the the 15 better yes we for agree. sure we agree the 15 was really easy to track i want to paint mine up with more color i'm gonna you know i love what alpha did with his and even george with the black and yeah white stri- the tiger stripes mm-hmm. so mine is going to be high viz color because it's such a fun airplane and surprisingly efficient on the battery i yeah. land check it and go okay it's still great it's still right. great now right um we will i guess we'll do full disclosure <laughs> now real quick before you get into that though yeah. i was i was a little bummed about the 105 not really taking the 2200 real well yeah you I, know because 1300 for me isn't quite enough yeah. for time but then yeah. to try to get like a 1600 battery they're they're such an odd shape yeah yeah um, and when I flew mine on the 22, it was just, it was just, the, the CG just wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, and this, I think that was, it might have been the motion. No, it wasn't a motion 20, uh, sorry, pardon me, the Admiral um, 2200. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something else. But I was expecting that I wasn't going to have 
pardon me, um, any issues. But, uh, you know, yeah, Chris is going to, you're going to do yours for us in pink, right? That's what you said. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was surprising. And, and we moved, when I flew, first flew mine, I threw it, and this was back in Ottawa when I was testing them out, uh, and I was like, full back stick for up elevator. And I had to use the power to keep myself going up. And in my final turn, coming into the wind, it just dropped. So yeah. I had to do some minor repairs. And it, it, it was, for what I did to it, um, the damage was relatively easy to repair, mm-hmm. and, and you know from the sky you can't see it. So uh, basically, that airplane is fine. I'm gonna so I'm definitely throwing some colors on that thing though. And like I said, it was just that when from the tail was fine, but when I would turn around and come around, you're like, okay, track, track, track. And um, it is a coordinated turn airplane mm-hmm. because you go into the turn and that nose dips down. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm gonna be kind of curious to see. Uh, <laughs> Big dog, big tail. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see if I can do a little mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did. What did I do? With the 1300, and I did do an uptick of uh, uh, on the control surfaces, and that was right at the airplane because mm-hmm. I was seeing – both Mike and I were seeing when we were flying ours, we were seeing flexing in the uh, control rods oh, to the yeah. elevator. Yeah, yeah. To the back elevator. So it's mm-hmm. almost like they needed to uh, put a little extra – Something to hold the uh, the control rods in in a channel because they've got they've got straws along yeah. piping along initially, but it's at the it's at the servo end and not at the back end. So actually, I'm willing to bet if you did like what the flight test guys do and they take the tie wraps and they zip tie it oh, and yeah. stick it into the foam, yeah, glue it in. Yeah, I yeah, might, yeah. I might do that actually mm-hmm. because that would hold them nice and steady, and you you know you're not going to get that slop in the control lines, so. right? Andrew has said, Mike was trying to get there. He logged in to see the live show, seeing to see how you were doing, saw the pink shirt, logged off and turned back around and went home. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Did uh, I hear coordinated turns? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. chat around. No, we, we, yeah. so what was really interesting yesterday was we were all describing just how nervous we felt flying. Yeah. You know, it, it had been such a long time. I think I started out, I started out with my micro sky hunter mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just to get back into it. I've yeah. been flying a while, but I fly at a much smaller field and mm-hmm. I've always commented that Fury Field, uh, you overfly. Yeah. You know, like we've gone out with the tundras and went, oh, I got to turn back. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm way out there. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we did have a couple good crashes with P15. Yes. Now the, the first one I did was completely my fault. Uh, uh, surprisingly, those things I was impressed with the speed just on yes. them little three cells. Yeah. They'll get up and go. Yeah. You know, almost like a, a good um, wing on four cell, really. Uh, so they they do fly fast. And <laughs> I was banking hard. I was on the throttle, and the way the wind was, I was trying to come down the the flight line. But the wind was pushing me as I was in the turn, and it just pushed me. Even though I was in a tight turn, it pushed me and went directly up over my head. Well, then as I'm spinning around trying to see, and it ducked around by that tree, by the time I turned around and got sight of it, I just rolled over and went into the high grass. But, I mean, it hit hard, too. It was full throttle. Um, but we pulled it out, just glued it back, the nose back up. It crinkled it some. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I hit hard enough where it dislodged the motor, pulled the wires out of the motor from the ESC. Not a big deal. You pulled the little motor hatch out. We glued the motor back in, plugged the wires in, put a little glue on the nose, and boom, we were back in the air. Yeah. Uh, so it's a durable uh, yes. little aircraft. Yeah. yeah. 
the foam is the foam is kind of interesting, but uh, and then yeah, I I cracked mine up. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was I'm not sure what exactly. Well, it was pilot. It was just me just trying, and I was just pushing, yeah. pushing things, and I got inverted. I don't know if I got inverted. What I did, but boy, I lost it. Yeah. I lost it good. So we grabbed Mr. Fury's Ranger and went out and picked it up. Um, so that'll take a little bit more work. Whether we order, whether I order a new fuselage or not, because the wings mm-hmm. are fine. Mm-hmm. I think I can hot tank it and put it back together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you know what? 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 The little bit of work will take is because of the way the fuselage split open. So I, I sent a photo to Alpha, and I was like, "Yep, yeah. it looks like a frog." Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll get in there with some foam tack and a, and, a, and a stick, and I'll and I'll get it resealed and everything, and then that's my opportunity to paint it, and it'll right. be all wrinkled up. Yeah. Uh, Really, it it wasn't any worse of a crash as far as things like the canopy popped and stuff. Sure. So I'll, I can order all that stuff from Motion, have it sent sent to Canada pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, most of it's repairable. I mean, I, I what the repairs on the 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 one hundred and five? It, it's it's not exactly flush anymore. Mm-hmm. But once it's in the air, yeah, you can't, you can't see. see. And it. that one, I was going, and both of we all started just doing low passes yeah. over the deck and everything. Yeah. Because I was inverted. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's a classic thing. I think I was three or four batteries into that airplane, and you start pushing start it. Start pushing it. And, you know, yeah. you're like, yeah. And uh, so it, once I put some color onto that thing, because I had zero issues with any of the other airplanes once I was flying. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is just me and colors. And I already know there's certain spectrums, particularly in the grays, yeah. that I just, uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Those, uh, those yeah. classes were hard. Yeah, uh, they were. You know what? We got to call out this guy. We got to call oh, out yeah, Adam. One, we got, yes. <laughs> I got to mention, you know, we talk to Adam Drain on a daily basis, and he's always telling me he's got 9 million airplanes, 400 radios, and he never has any time and doesn't get to fly. This guy comes out, pulls out all these warbirds, and just goes to town. He's doing Inelmans in- and four-point barrel on them. I'm like, Dude, yeah. you have been practicing. I don't know whether it's sim time or what you've been doing, but you're feeding me a line of crap because <laughs> he outflew all, all of, us, of us. And I, he was the only one all day that didn't crash. No, exactly. Exactly. He was landing his, his warbirds off Fury Field, you know? So I'm like, yeah, no. Adam, Adam ruled. Yeah. Adam got us. Yeah. yeah. So I, whatever Adam says or is telling you he doesn't know how to fly or doesn't, baloney. <laughs> He outflew every one of us, so I don't I don't know what he's been doing. Because like I said, and even Lewis, uh, he just kind of commented it took forty five minutes for his, his hands to stop shaking. You know, uh, when he got and it was it was just we haven't been doing any flying. So even like I said, the Tundra, which I'm so comfortable with, yeah. I was like. You know, if anybody remembers the last time you were here, I think within five minutes, I the you know I'm doing low pass inverted, you know, dragging the tail. And yesterday, I didn't even fly anything inverted because I just didn't feel completely comfortable. You know, yeah, it was crazy, crazy. <laughs> I did by the end of the day, you know, flying the the car- carbon Z Cub. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> look, look, look what the cat dragged Oh, in. my gosh. Mike finally showed up. You're going to have to crawl up under the camera, Mike, because I'm not moving it. Um, Mike finally showed up. Everybody said you turn around and went home because uh, I had a pink shirt on. Let me turn the mic on here for you. Can you squeeze in there? But Mike has finally uh, showed up and joined us. You, you look better than I expect. After a, ooh, 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 vegan, vegan. 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 <laughs> uh, you so, oh, 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 now we got oh. crazy dog because uh, oh. Mike's here. Yeah. 
Finley down. Finley. Come on. Oh, she moved the camera. Oh, jeez. Come on, Finley. <laughs> Let me get the dog out of here. Come on, buddy. Keep talking. All right. Come on. So. Jeez. It's like the nut house around here. Uh, okay. Hi, so Mike. you're alive and, hey, and well, Hi, and I, I have, uh, donut, barely, I have yeah. donuts for uh, you. And I, You know what? It's weird. I had a dream that you was the rude one and let people down, and <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, we were really debating. I mean, you had a long day out flying. Then you had to go to a wedding, and it was going to be a long night. So I... And, you know, I, oh, I was I'm like, so sorry, if, if Mike doesn't make it, it's not a big deal. Oh, I you know? can't believe it. I woke up. I'm like, uh-oh. It's all good. When I didn't get a message back, are you bringing donuts? <laughs> I go, I, th- I told Andre, I think we're in trouble. <laughs> so Yeah, it was a long night. Yeah. Um, no big deal, but, uh, Mike. We're just, uh, we we just jumped into it, flying. You know, it, I, uh, I was listening. Oh, as okay. I was coming, trying to. Anyway, yeah. So, I so well, on-page. now that you're here and everything, we were just talking about the P-15, the F-105 and you got your one of and uh, i wish you would have been able to watch i don't know what you was flying at the time but uh-huh. i did i did about i want to say around six passes yeah fine and uh-huh. then and then I, I was like coming on the last or i was getting ready to land almost at this point and add not nothing against adam he was just there taking pictures mm-hmm. but I, I glanced over because i wasn't sure if it was him well for that that's all it takes is a split, split second, second. These, these things are moving don't get me wrong and I banked a little too hard left, and when I elevated it up, it just went straight straight into the field. Then, yeah. And I was like, oh. And my biggest problem, and I don't think you guys mentioned, it, is I I forgot to put expo in these things. Being littler, frame, yeah. little squirrelier. Yeah. I if I would have did that, this plane, it was my user error basically. Mm-hmm. That was to why I crashed it. But uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved how it looked in the air. It was hard to track, harder to track than the other one that you guys were. <laughs> I thought Adam says, "Oh, you blame it on no, me." No, it wasn't him at all. It's just sometimes <laughs> your moments, mind just drifts, yeah, yeah. and it's nothing. I mean, he did absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's just my, my mind drifted for yeah. you. Gotta be on your toes, like you were saying when you're flying these. Yeah, things. one little right mind yeah. lapse, and, and it's going to. Be. It's it's funny you mentioned the expo too because I started out with the P15 at twenty. Then I went to 30, and by the end of the day, I was at 40% expo. And generally on planes, like 20 at the most is all well, I the, the I, smaller frames, yeah. I found that you really need more right. expo. Because yeah. I, I forget which Hobby King plane it was, the mm. Park Jetter or something. Fun. Mm. Yeah, Park Jet. Yeah. You need a lot of expo. And even my Kinetic, I know that helped a ton with those smaller frames. Right. So the, the, your milder movements don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before and you know it, you're really banking. So. The other funny thing was, you know, you were all about the 105. I you really want that. Looks. Okay. Oh, I wanted the P15, but even though it, I think it flies a little bit better than the, the 105 I, I overall. I agree. Watching you fly, and yeah. I'm like, this thing's smooth and but it tracks well. By the end of the day, I still wanted the 105. Really? And Mike kind of was leaning towards a P-15. I was. I was. Yeah. So now, I mean, yours look more fun to fly. Mine looked better in the air, yes, I thought. Yes. So so I don't know. We might have to swap, you know. You well, I, read my, I go home and I tell my wife, like, I wrecked a plane. She's like, ooh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only one, you know. Yeah. I'm like, so I, and I said, well, I'm probably going to buy a new one. She uh, didn't give me any gripes. So I may get both. Oh, really? <laughs> I might. I wow. Might. Since she's on board and yeah. I kind of gave you her the You better do it quick. She, she you didn't better say do it quick. Yeah. I'm going to be online today buying both. Oh, <laughs> nice. 
And mine probably could be repaired, but I just, as far as being visually a nice looking frame, I want it to be nice uh-huh. looking. So I'll probably get a new one. I may try to fix up the fly and have fun with the other one. Well, that's, yeah. that's, but, that's uh, probably it. You know, warm, like warm up on the bad yeah. one, or not the bad get one, but the, whole, the crinkle it, one. Yeah, and then, get yeah. real familiar with it. It is, a, like you guys mentioned, an interme- a high intermediate. Yes, yeah, I, I think say. so. Yeah. I think so. But, Especially, I think, yeah, the Corsair, the, so the Crusader and the 105, I'm going to say, yeah, because the, the, it is, it's, I guess, pitch sensitive is the word, right word for it because you've really got to watch your elevator because, like mm-hmm. I said, in the turns, I was noticing my one would, would dive. The nose yeah. would die. So I was like, uh, I'm almost ready to do a mix. And I, yes, I rarely, absolutely. I rarely, I've, I've never done a mix for that. Like, you know, yeah. so a turn, you know, uh, an ele- elevator aileron mix. So when I'm in the turns, at least I'm keeping yes. that nose up a little bit more because that's where you get into trouble with this aircraft. I agree. So all of a sudden, you're, you're pointing at the ground and you're, you're The moving. 105, now you had both. I would say it's the trickier, the fly. You're yes. high intermediate with that the yes. other one you're, you're a more yeah it's, it's more, a more wing. friendly to fly yeah. i yeah. think you know but i still managed to put the uh, well the we 50. all had our mistakes yeah we all sure, you know we get so. we got warm with the you know we got all <laughs> yeah. comfortable with the yeah we were then. pushing we yeah. were pushing how late did you guys end up staying because i had to leave fairly early to 5 36 oh you no, stayed a little seven. wasn't seven we didn't get oh to my yeah God. but yes, it, we had a lot we, of flying well time it rained it started raining oh, it so started, we had, so had downtime and just some hangout yeah. sessions yeah bench, and we, we put flying. the stuff in when it, when we saw the cells coming and we 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 struck down all the big aircraft and started mm. loading them up and then it was like okay let's leave a couple out and because they handle the wind better and i noticed well, the wind was building up when well, i left I even thought. that it was just because we didn't want to get soaked trying to put it and yeah, it just got it started coming down buckets worse and, worse and, and worse. thunder lightning mm-hmm. all that jazz they were barely able to get the wedding in between storms because they had the ceremony outside oh. was at, i didn't even know it was at a barn so oh, it, was- <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those barn weddings i'm like oh no and uh, my allergies were so bad uh, my eyes were swelled shut uh, like, oh now we're in a barn uh, <laughs> I, you I do you and you they're all like you're crying and the ceremony hasn't even started i'm like honest it's allergies guys oh, i'm not upset gosh. about it wow. oh my gosh uh, well let's uh let's move on to you brought the g um Grand Tundra. Tundra. I was yeah. really excited to see this thing yeah. uh, and fly it. And so our big thing was, you know, to compare it to the Carbon Z because they're very so similar. So you guys got those out then after oh, I left? The yeah, Grand was that Tundra. after you it left? had to okay. because I didn't see them. Um, first thing we kind of noticed off the bat with the Grand Tundra and the Carbon Z is the body-wise, they're very Fuselage, similar. Yeah. Uh, size and everything. But you put the wings on, and holy moly, the Carbon <laughs> Z, I, I never really realized it because I haven't seen anything comparable. The wings on the Carbon Z are enormous. Yeah. Like huge. The cord and the length. You yeah. Know? Like my my GT wing fit inside of the Carbon Z wings yeah. footprint, you know? So you're like, wow. Right. Um, but I will say the, the GT has a wider stance. Yeah. On the landing gear, better wheels. Yeah. You got the big squishy wheels and the suspension, like He's, the real bungee suspension. Yeah. So that, to me, personally, you know, was way better. And and we laughed because Chris was like, oh, I've only got two uh, six-cell packs right now. I'm like, no problem. You can use mine. And mine are all, you know, XD90. And I'm like, okay, I've got some adapters to EC5. He's like, well, no, the, the, the Carbon Z takes EC3. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, and so, and I think looking back, I probably what I should have done right off the bat just is soldered on e, e 
three EC five onto yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that probably would have been yeah, 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 easier to do. But then you have to pull the ESC out, which well, if you're doing any yeah. movements now, and yeah, right, right. But it was uh, yeah, it was really interesting, and the weight difference too. Mm-hmm. There's uh, you know, the the I thought the GT had some weight to it, but the Carbon Z is, is a is, big heavy airplane. It's a big plane. Yeah. Uh, and but I will say too, you know, the Carbon Z basically just flies on six cell. There ain't really no flying on four or anything. Where the GT being uh, a little bit smaller and lighter, yeah, that thing on six cells is just ridiculous. <laughs> like, I mean, literally ridiculous. Um, so I could definitely see a five or, or, or even the four cell with yeah. that thing would just probably be perfect. And it might perform just as good as far as, you know, slow flight and everything than the carbon yeah. Z The carbon Z just with that giant wing and everything, man, it's that's it. I was trying, I was flying it slow and just seeing what it was doing. Yeah. And just getting very predictable. Yeah. Like tracked and, and where, where the GT, you, just, it's a race car on six <laughs> cell. Like you fly, it's a race car. Really? Uh, and with the extra weight of the six cell and everything, you know, trying to Punch really get it to, to slow down, you know, it's definitely not, you know, like oh, a yeah. carbon Z. Yeah. But again, the that's the versatility. That's one thing I, I really like about it. If you want to take it out and fly it like a race car, you put the six cell in it. If you want to go around and do slow flight and do some landing competitions, yeah. put a four cell in yeah. it. But I'd like to see power wise, you know, that's one thing the carbon Z has over it is it has all that power because it is on six cell. Yeah. You can do whatever you want as you've seen yeah. some of the stuff I was doing, but yet slow that thing down and it it's slower than a walking pace, literally. Yeah. And I, I'm still, I'm really, I'm still getting used to that aircraft. So it was really nice to be able to sit there and, you know, where I fly is, is big enough. Like I've got a good approach, everything, but Fury Field's a whole other level. Mm-hmm. And you're coming in and there was a couple of times I just brought it in and, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm playing in the wind and we noticed how sensitive that thing is to the headwind. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. with the flaps on, it yeah. really, so you've really got to start dialing. And I had a couple where I just, I, the cutoff speed between the two of them, like the stall speed, I should say, yeah, is very dramatic. You can slow down a lot more, and I think it's just that, yeah, that, that extra, big wing, that big wing, yeah. So you could slow it right down. Where I got to a certain point, and then I just lose everything, yeah. and it it does yeah. this left turn, and you're like, whoa, yeah. So you're you know full rudder power, trying to bring the power up, and with the six cell, it's it's not gradual. It's like whoosh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I haven't flown it on the 4S, but we'll, we might try that. I've got the I think adapters. I got four cell batteries yeah. here. I'll have to check them, make sure they're good because they're pretty old. But if we can get get them in there, I got some four cell 4000s, I yeah. think. Take just it to see. Just see. See if it lands. Because I, I did go from the 6200s, which were huge batteries. Yeah. They work, but, but boy, man, you feel it on landing. Yeah. You, you really come in. And then when I was on the snow, it would just like sink right in. So the 3300s were graceful. And I'd come in and be able to touch and just roll and then roll out out again mm-hmm. um but it's uh yeah it's 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 a big it's a big race car where where your yours is like a tank you know? yeah and it's just it just moves along right did you end up pulling the glider with your carbon z no it was it was windy and we had some nasty like crosswinds yeah. like once once <laughs> so you, you got spent all that time building that thing well, well <laughs> the a8 or whatever it, it is. it's generally it goes together very quick but it, you it's, forgot the spark 
time everybody forgot to spar. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I put the wing on that. once, forgot to I know, spar. Luis did that. And then Luis put his Valiant <laughs> all together. Right yeah, that. forgot to spar. Like, oh, man. So we had to take them all apart. <laughs> He's like, I was wondering why I was sloping when I was putting oh. together. <laughs> Mike was, yeah, I mean, here we are just setting up. You know, oh, the you Furies, guys, the Furies like, open their, forever for this. Furies open up the hangar and say, here you go, guys, enjoy. And, and we're all building, setting up stuff. I mean, I, I pull out, I did the clown car You're putting on props and everything else. Oh, everything had to be transferred, right? Mike's like, I'm ready to go, guys. And we're like building. But once we got going. Finally, yes. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I took my F4F Wildcat and got one good flight. And I'm like, we're in for a good yeah. day. I didn't wreck. Now, later on, after you left, you know, Adam brought two F4F Wildcats. I did, did he end up flying any? I flew one and he flew one. Oh, it was and just majestic. Oh, I wanted to be three. Oh. And then the whole time they're doing the sales pitch to me, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Andre, look at this uh, plane. It looks so good in the air. Fly so I, good. I was trying to do, like, formation with your faster. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Like, you really oh, need with those the P-50. three. Yeah. You really need the three same planes in order yeah. to do formation flying right. for that. Because it's just a lot slower for a warbird. I yeah. Thought. It can handle the yeah. real slow flight. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I haven't flown, you know, that one. You, you can look at the prop. It's all hopped up, too. That would have been ideal. Oh, if I could have not been to that wedding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all I right. forgot how slow and gentle the stock Wildcat really uh, is. Like, is. I was just like, holy cow. Yeah. This thing's it, amazing. It is. And, like, I was, so telling, I was telling Adam, you know, it, it got bumped around. They're a small, light, little belly so lander. So one doesn't handle the wind as much. Yeah, so the new one with the AS3X where it just takes that bumping around oh, out. Yeah, both his versions had the No, answer. no, they didn't oh, they is did. what I'm saying, okay. but you, you get the new so version. So he was flying the AS3X and you No, neither one of them had. Oh, they're okay. they're, yeah, they're yeah, the yeah, older versions. ones. Okay. But the, you get the new version with the AS3X where it would just smooth that out, you know, because them little warbirds were really bumping around. That thing would just be amazing. It really would. And I think if I did, you know, eventually get the new one, I I almost think I might just keep it stock. I don't know. Yeah. Or I believe you can change. I have to look at the specs, see if they change. You could just change the ESC so and get a little and, bit more and change the prop that super cheap prop that comes stock. Yeah, and it it's way better. I almost wonder if you just change the prop, you probably would get a little bit more efficiency. You would, but I if I remember right, that only had originally like an 18 amp ESC. Yeah. So if you bump it up to a 25 or a 30, change the prop out because the motor will take it. They put that 480 motor and all yeah, kinds everything. of yeah, warbirds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a much better airplane. Yeah. I know it's you know? wide in flight too. I can't even hear it when it goes yeah. by compared yeah. to everything else right. we were flying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we got a good story here with Mike. So um, we got the Tech One 900 mil oh, wing. Yes. And and I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm like and, the guy. And Louise kept saying, what are, what battery? Do you oh have? yeah, yeah. He kept questioning. Well, like, first you got to talk about me That's launching good. it and pulling the wing off. Oh yeah, the magnet. The only thing holding it together was the I aileron saw, servo. Like an inch or two of air between my wing. <laughs> And I, I'm like, this is not good. This can't be good. He's like, bring it in, bring it in. Yeah. So these are these are crazy. I, I I've flown mine a few times, and I'm like, I wanted to fly FPV, but I was by myself at the field, and I'm like, I I'm I'm uh, you know where I fly locally, and I'm like, people are gonna come up and beat me because this thing is a T motor F80, and it's just like, whoa, 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 and so so. You know, uh, you know, Mike walks out and Luis is like, Andre says this thing is like a crazy monster, you know. So Mike's like, hold on here, I'll fire it up. He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. And they go flying. So, so Chris has got the wing and I told him, just toss it, right? Well, Chris does this, this round sweeping thing and the, 
the 900 is a neat design because the wings attach to the center core through magnets. Yeah. And it's really awesome if you crash because things just go poof. Yeah. Right? You might break a wire or two. But, yeah. But generally, the airframe dissipates all that energy. Yeah. So Mike goes and like does this like you know DLG kind of toss, and the wing goes or sorry Chris does and, and it, goes, it separates. And like Mike still got control, but it had to be flying wickedly yeah. fine. I go, Mike, your wing's falling off. You gotta land now. The wing. I got this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to fly things set they, up wrong. They do it. They do it twice. Yeah, you know? I'm like, you're throwing it wrong. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, well. And the problem was he was flying on the stupid three cell. So well, like we did discover later, yeah. I'm like, I kept telling him it's a four cell. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He Big. unplugs it and he's like, this is a three you cell. Because <laughs> oh, I'm, in, oh, I'm in the hangar. What, what are you talking that. about? It's not a hot motor. And I fire mine up. And the guys are like, whoa. <laughs> we compared the two. And yeah. I was like, dog. They were like, yeah. I didn't Oh my god! We got those up, and I'd. Uh, it was funny. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not ready for FEV yet, guys. I'm just. I'm, I'm just. You know, just soaking in the environment, chatting, and just having fun. Yeah. So I'm like, we'll just fly this thing's line of sight, and there, Mike and I just beaming down the track with 4S. You know, wow. Yeah. Going, and every once in a while, I'd be like, whoa, okay, got it back. You know. Yeah. Because it's a. It's and a I was gonna fly FPV, and I realized my camera was upside. Down. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I like, forgot. So it. Mike gets. You know, I give him the plane. I said, all you gotta do is throw your FPV gear, which you did everything was good and he was all excited to try and ready and he turns it on he's like oh man the camera's upside down glued in upside (laughs) down glued in and you because you got to take that whole center cage and everything all apart yeah yeah so I'm like, crap. And, and, and we're all like, well, you know, just flip your goggles upside down. It'll be fine, you know? No big deal. Just fly it inverted. You'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah, fly it inverted. <laughs> like, oh, man. Oh, that's Which funny. that surprised me with you guys were talking earlier about how uncomfortable we were starting. Yeah. Out. Like, I'm, I told you just to do a simple barrel roll. You're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, there yet. Really? Well, you, well, I, can't like, remember. I haven't even flown inverted yeah. yet. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just do a barrel roll. I'm going to see how those... Uh, yeah, oh, it was a P fifteen. Oh P-15 no, no way! Are you kidding? Me? I watched Andre barrel roll, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm concentrating so hard on just tracking that thing, and you're like, do a barrel. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I would have went right into the ground. I couldn't believe you wouldn't do nope. that. I was like, oh, I was man. just trying to get used to it. And you know, That's get surprising. the trims. I've never seen you not take like a, that type of challenge. No, and you're absolutely no. Like, yeah, no, it was just yeah, and then we we're uh, and you know, just just it took a while just to ease into the whole the whole oh, flight. I was and then I put up my, I start off my little micro sky hunter there and I put an 800 into it, mm-hmm. PS 800. And I'm flying, I'm like, oh, this thing is tail heavy and it's windy. And I'm like, woo, woo, flipping all over. I'm like, oh boy, let's bring that back in and switch to a 1300. Yeah. I think I flew the. We got to talk about our vegan. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to kill me with a vegan. I saw oh. this thing darting at me. Oh. I'm like running for cover. Adam was losing it. He's like dying. He turns last minute and just drops it into the grass. I'm like, how did he do that maneuver? He has so much elevator. It's just oh. sickening. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, is this too much up elevator? The things are doing 90. Yeah. He's like oh. butterflying it all. Like, oh my gosh, this so, crazy. Yeah, the, the battery the battery CG looked okay, but it was it was tail heavy. 
And uh, so this, it was like high alpha extreme. And I was just like flipping it over. I'm like, got it. Flip it over. Got it. Mike's like, now we're in the path of his last turn or whatever. I'm like, and Adam's dying. Because I'm like, I literally like rolled, tucked and rolled on the ground. Are you serious? Baby. Yeah. I'm like, I couldn't get out of the way quick enough. <laughs> and then it just comes down and go, boop. And you just, yeah, level. Level, like, level off. Just, like, you're in a loop and you're, like, yeah. it's, it's cartwheeling through the air. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Got it. I must have done this like three or four times. All right, let's move the battery. Let's let's lower that. Let's lower lower the throws on the on the elevator. Uh-huh. You know, and then uh, I think I got it. And I'm like, let's check the ailerons. I'm like, oh, so this is awesome. And then I'm like doing. I don't know if Adam got any shots, but I started just doing high alpha with this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the batteries. This is the motor package out of that Freewing F16, and oh. I've got a feeling that the 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 EDF casing is a little tight. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, whatever. Those props will grind that down just fine. <laughs> you know, the motor. Yeah. And I'm just trying to do some high. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I almost want like a takeoff rate, and then go around and goof around uh, and goof around with a couple other things. Uh, you know, and just. You know, adjust as I go, but mm. uh, oh. mine flew great even with the dihedral I had in mind. It's working, yeah, yeah, because my wings ended up bowing the way I stored it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, I had to do some uh, trim with my left and right, quite a bit of trim because it wasn't where I last left it, but it uh, it flew, it sounded great. <laughs> Adam says, <laughs> I ran for cover into the hangar, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was it was fun to fly that airplane. And when I got used to it, I mean, so I was flipping around with my rates and changing everything up, but yeah, to get it in there and do some high alpha with it, you were going good with that. And it was it's funny because there's a there's a there's a point where the EDF just can't give you enough lift, so you yeah. got to watch that. So I was trying to get down lower and lower and see, and then of course, you know, when oh no, I'm running out of altitude Doop, drop the nose and land at level i mean i bopped the, the nose off but that's the way david designed yeah. the aircraft yes you tape replaceable the nose, nose. not yeah. even it's just tape so i yes. just put some new tape on but you can replace the yeah nose. just the nose. yeah i've got kits, some kits yeah. i bought i saw some kits there from flight test and just had a i had a really good time metal gear servos in the back two nine gram servos mm-hmm. and just locked them all down and then the 70 mil 4s uh so i was running and as i was flying it i was moving the battery more to the nose mm-hmm. i think eventually what happened was the uh the the paper lifted off the foam oh so, you know so i'm gonna go in there and glue it so i gotta take yeah. it apart and, glue it. and i need to paint it so when it got far out, you're like, mm, yeah. it's, it's a very easy profile to watch. And mm-hmm. Most I've got is some, I put some silver paint on where the windows are. Um, so I'll figure out a good color scheme. And it then, does fly really well. And yeah. I'm surprised. And just launching it, I just launch it like mm-hmm. underhand. Yeah. underhand. Once you get like the perfect. CG right. It's like yeah. awesome. Because right. <laughs> if it's tail heavy, it just goes into high elf yeah. and you're like, oh, what and now? It and, it right and it rolls over yeah. and I'm like, ah, come on. <laughs> And a lot crazy. of times in mine, I had to like uh, if it got if it got goofy and you had enough altitude, you just you know down elevator and get the nose in the right and okay come back and um, uh, I think I had one point where it was it was coming back to me and I'm like ooh it gets a little gnarly trying yeah. to see it I'm like down elevator so I can just get the yeah. nose profile and just come because I was like am I coming or going yeah yeah <laughs> I've been in those scenarios yeah. where yeah. I mean I didn't have a spotter and I really should have a spotter because I lose trips you know the, yeah the uh, orientation, orientation yeah. Yeah. but you ha- you have to admit honestly for somebody who's looking to get in the jets yeah. oh that's a great step it's it's, it's the size and scale as well which yeah. is huge it, so so, but it just fly, it's so easy to fly. Yeah. I it mean really literally is. it's yeah. it's like flying almost uh, an easy 
you know, and I know mine will high off. I didn't do any of those maneuvers, yeah. but I have yeah. in the past. And I, and I can understand why people cool. prefer this airplane with a prop mm-hmm. versus the EDF because mm-hmm. with the prop you can do the high alpha and you don't you don't take that penalty of intake. And I was almost like I felt like mine almost wanted some extra cheater holes closer to the EDF just yeah, to give it a it, little bit of where well, you get the power on sooner. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, hmm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna consider that. I might put some you know just in front i might cut some some ventilation points uh-huh, in there just to see what yeah. happened hey david if you're listening maybe some 3d printed design ideas mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It, uh, you know be interesting if he uh i don't know if you ever talked about you know trying cheater holes in to see if it did anything or well i i, I know when i did the f-16 i had initially covered up the cheater hole uh in mine and the mm-hmm. guys all said you can hear it cavitating like mm-hmm. it's just not getting enough air and mm-hmm. i suspect with my motor setup it might mm-hmm. need it i wouldn't do it in the belly because that's right underneath the wing and yeah yeah and then you just right. suck everything yep. up yep. but i could see something up here uh, mm-hmm. you know closer well i guess this is the more accurate design. yeah closer you know just a little yeah. take you know yeah, yeah just a little extra and it, it shouldn't reduce the structure if i do put some carbon spars over it just to just mm-hmm. to keep the structure nice and sound you know? right so, mm, but a fantastic aircraft, fantastic yes, yes. aircraft. Yeah. Wow. What else? I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Well, around? I eventually go. Well, <laughs> I I have I two well, I have two ahead. tree incidents so far this weekend. Yes. Oh yeah. Starting right off, you know, you get to my house and we're relaxing and and chatting. And you're like, I I need to fly something. So what what was that little plane you we That's were flying? That's the on? video aerial systems gremlin. Yes. So it was pretty windy for yeah. one. <laughs> we decided to fly that thing in my backyard and we were taking turns, passing a transmitter yeah. around, you know, and first thing, Andre's right into the tree, like in my <laughs> big pine tree instantly. And we had to break out the, the ladder, ladder, the That's big ladder. Two ladders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two trees, two ladders. So that yeah. was one. And then yesterday, tell yep. your story. Yeah, the the little UMX timber. I was, uh, the boys were inside the hangar doing something. I was bored. So I've got the timber, and I'm like, I'm flying by the hangar. Yeah. And first flight was fine. Second, third, fourth one, I'm like, okay, I'm dump flaps, and I threw on safe. And I got too close to the big pine tree in the front, the entrance of the, and I, I'm like, no problem. I'll just knife through. Well, the safe technology took over and straightened me out. And I'm like, no. So I tried to go up. No, it, uh, it's just, yeah. If I hadn't had safe on, I would have totally been able to power up and go vertical, mm-hmm. do it, and come around, even mm-hmm. with the flaps on. Cause I, I, I'd been playing with that plane. You saw me what I was doing with that thing. And at one point, I know I came in and said, I might have oversped those wings because I could see the thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. But I, I just, I'd gone to 100% throws in that thing and just turned everything, you know, no, you know, the AS3X is there, but no safe. And I was barrel rolling and looping my little timber, but that tree was funny. It's just oh. like, boop. So we get the ladder out, Mike, because I know you weren't there. And I climb up into the tree, and the thing was sitting there like a Christmas ornament. <laughs> he hit this tree so hard, he ejected the battery cover, ejected the battery, and the battery wrapped around the tree <laughs> limb. That was the only thing <laughs> hanging on that was holding the plane in the like tree. Yeah, and I had to oh, try geez. to get it unlooped, you know. No damage. No damage, but it was just funny. I'm like, I've never, never seen, seen a battery get ejected and then wrap around the tree limb. <laughs> So it's funny. What's your? Uh, well, story? I had I had three things. Uh-huh. First thing, we get to Fury Field. We're we're setting up, and it's really quiet there. And I'm like, Andre, did uh, did they know we're coming? Oh yeah. <laughs> and and we're just still out there, and we're about maybe a half hour goes by, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the front door and let them know we're here. Yeah. This just seems kind of. But it's like these two guys were waiting for me to like 
okay, I'll go to the door. I don't care because I could sense you guys weren't going to go to the door for whatever. Yeah. I'm like, well, right, we got to let him know we're here. So I go and I knock, nothing. Dogs are barking. I'm like, oh. well, if anybody's here, they've yeah. got to hear these dogs. Yeah. Well, then I hit the doorbell. Oh. And about another minute or two goes by. Here comes John. Uh-huh. I saw him coming across. Here he was in bed. I'm oh. like, oh, no, I don't. he said he wasn't sleeping, but yeah. I have a feeling with the dogs making all that racket, he would have come the first I am like I am so sorry. I thought you had you were aware that we were coming. I said I just wanted to let you know we would be out here. I didn't want to startle you type thing. Yeah. He, of course, he is overkill nice. Oh yeah. He's like oh no, it's fine. Yeah. The hangar's open. He's yeah. just as cordial as could be. Yeah. And I'm like oh John, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he was awful nice. And I'm like then I get back to these guys. I'm like you did tell him we were coming because <laughs> he's like no, I never got. John's telling me no, I didn't know. I thought you guys were going somewhere else. Uh. This, this weekend from Facebook or something. I'm like, well, we're here. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I appreciate the hospitality. Next thing you know, he's out in the hangar with us making coffee and letting us have the music. Hanging out, and stuff. yeah. Yeah. Great, great guy. And I, I appreciate his hospitality to the 10th degree. So. Oh, yeah. But uh, and then you said you got a, a text, which made it even funnier that Austin said that he had told him or something on a text message. We're like, told we're just now. Not, we're yep. just, yeah, we're just, we're I just remind him now. <laughs> we were laughing. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all good. But it was yeah. like I felt like I was. I feel like oh man, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> then the second incident was uh, what was it? The P. P15. I keep busting that up. The P15 15. after you did your repair. Yeah. Because the motor stuck and yep. you had me launch it. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh, we got it. I forgot about this story. I'm like, first you launch it, you're like, something's wrong. So, and then you try to put oh. throwing it wrong. I'm like, Chris, no, I did not throw so, this thing wrong. I, I crashed P15, not a big deal. Uh, I hit really hard, so I went in and had to fix the front end, the canopy, not a big deal, but then realized the, the EDF got ejected inside come unglued so i took the little hatch off it pulled the esc right yeah. out of the motor well and i don't know why companies do this probably just mi- mi- mismatch escs they all should be color coded right yeah. and these weren't plug it back in glue everything together we get ready to go not thinking we're in a hurry you know i'm like i'm ready to fly. all i want to do is fly that hit the motor yep everything's good <laughs> so poor mike <laughs> i go okay mike you want to launch it yeah sure so he throws into things like whoa right into the ground like Mike what kind of throw was that like, yeah like, back is like coming back yeah but you're like oh, geez. I'm like what are you doing you know and he's like grabs it and we do it again same thing whoa, thing like rolls right over boom into the ground like what are you doing you know so then we check it and here the the motor wires were reversed so it had no thrust and I'm blaming Michael Mike what are you doing you we needed to switch to go from blow to suck or yeah. suck to blow like in freaking start I'm like, like oh that was balls <laughs> oh I'm like I'm such an idiot why you know I, I did hit it and I'm like yeah we're working yeah, we're yeah, good yeah, 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 so we had to go in and take it all apart Hard. again swap a wire yeah, I, like did, what? I did that on the 105, and I'm like, what? Ah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was my big mistake. And I, I forgot my third point. I should have wrote it down. So yeah. Darn it. Uh, but it was fun. Yeah, we had a good time, though. Yeah. Good yeah. time hanging out. 
thanks for uh, Lewis coming down, yeah, driving all and, the way to Buffalo. Yeah, That's, and you know. he and he brought out a couple different planes to play around. We were doing some prop testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he was doing some aggressive prop testing. Yeah, uh, he dead sticked one into a tree. I know. Oh, that's yeah, right. He had a really good. He's crash. like yelling dead stick, dead stick, and the next thing we know, it's hovering into the tree. He had a wing. I can't remember the name of, it, but it's very similar to like the the Blade Theory wing, same yeah. shape and everything, and stuck a motor. They say he's had like five five years or whatever, and. Uh, decided to change props and it was a little over prop so he was out cranking around it overheated the motor in the ESC and it just shut down thermal shut down he's like guys I'm dead stick I'm done I'm done and this thing come ripping across the you know crossways across the runway the house. boom right into the tree yeah that was a good one yeah and then yeah so John's like you know like and, and John's like well just we'll just lift you up in the tractor and you yeah. can extract your plane yeah good yeah yeah, and even uh, eventually I went and did some FPB. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, 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 I'm like, okay, you know, like I was charging some other packs and everything, and I'm like, I'll, I'll just throw the gear on the uh, the micro Sky Hunter, and I was surprised because the last time I had flown that aircraft with that setup in September, I was having all kinds of video issues, and it turned out to be the power from my goggles going to the receiver. So my dad ran me a new trace. It was a hundred times better. So we're going down. So I got uh, Luis. He's he's got his goggles, and he says, "I'm sitting on the swing." Oh and yeah, the swing starts moving. Uh, he's like, he's getting vertigo, and, and he's watching. And I'm flying, and I'm I'm going, and I'm just doing stuff. I wanted to try. Um, I got that little Sky Hunter, and it's not a. I think it's a 200 mil transmitter, but I'm using a cheapy antenna. I got it out to the driveway, and I wanted to duck in through the trees and go down the driveway, but I started taking hits too too aggressively. But I was surprised, and we got out medium rates. And I'm bombing around. Eventually, I start getting cocky, and I start going through all the trees. <laughs> We're down low and through, and then up oh. and over, and doing rolls and loops with that thing. Uh, it won't roll. It will. Sorry, it won't do a loop. It's just it's too underpowered to do that. Mm-hmm. Too much weight, and it just went out and fluttered. And I'm like, whoa, okay, let's let's not do that again. But we had a good time. I flew with nice three FPV, and I was all ready to go and fly the uh, the this the, uh, the tomahawk or even the the big one. Uh-huh. Um, but the weather just got like we were out there getting wet eventually, and it's like ah. I mean, and we were all ready. We had the tundras and everything to go flying, and it just it just got too gnarly for weather wise. So yeah. But it was just like I'm like okay now I'm ready to fly FPV and the goggles worked and the planes were working so it was just it was just nice to do that but yep. yeah and I then, assembled three radians and we never flew no I, no. Know. <laughs> I, I hope know. you guys remember to take yeah. the tape off yeah yeah, we did. yeah. oh yeah we problem. remember that was okay. good tape too yeah. <laughs> I hope but, it didn't damage I'm getting it mm, off yeah. it didn't mind nah no, nah it came we're good. they're 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 no worse than where now uh, you had something. A rudder chatter, and I forget what. Oh yeah, that was. But you're like asking, is the wind really this bobbly or something? So I have the the old old Park Zone P51. Oh okay, okay, okay. And it's got bad servos in. They've been like that forever. Most time it just hangs on the wall. I don't fly it a whole lot, but I'll never get rid of it. So we it was a little windy when we first got there, and I threw it up into the air, and I'm like, man, this thing's just really just wiggling around. And you were flying the Wildcat, and I'm like. You saw My, me bobbing around, but that's just me. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can't. Tell. I mean, but I, you didn't. You didn't look as bad. I was like, man, what the heck is going on? So I flew a whole pack, just cranking around, high speed pass, but the plane was just like, and I couldn't figure. out. So I landed, belly landed, and when it came to a stop, the rudder servo was just going. So the whole time I was flying, the rudder's just doing this. I couldn't figure out why the plane was all jacked up. That's what it was doing. Just done. Servos. No, it's if you unplug it, plug it back in. It might work for 
another flight or so, and then it might, you know. Now, what was you dialing in for Andre? Because you're really good at smoothing a flight. Oh, it was the Andre. it was the Durafly slowpoke. We were playing with that. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. We did. We flew this, and we didn't talk about that. Not yet. We? Not Man. yet. Oh, but that, that that was and that was partially too that we were starting to get a lot of weird wind. Mm, yes, lot, and that doesn't that you feel the wind with that. Well, it was because we were taking off, you know, past the hangar, and as soon uh-huh. as that we get past the hangar, it was just like this, just this down yeah, drive, yeah. right? And I'm like, Woo! yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and then we were dialing, we were playing around with the CG, and you were playing with the elevators, and we we just flew that plane, but it was just. And one thing I can say about the slowpoke, it says slowpoke on the side. Like, it will slow down. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But that thing it had some speed. It didn't as much as you thought no. either. Yeah. That thing was really get up. I mean, like a sport plane type yeah. level, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we had to do a little adjustment. We dialed in some expo. What else did we? We did it was, something It was else. in the elevator. We were trimming the elevator. We were yeah. moving the battery around. It was touchy, around. trying yeah. to get the CG. Because, yeah, it was starting. It, would, it was just doing, you know, yeah. okay, let off the stick, see what it does. And I got it really, we got it to a good point. Yes, we was, did. And then we were just coming in doing landings. Those big wheels actually dealt with that grass really well. Because yeah. I was coming in doing some nice. The wheels look really nice on that, yeah. I think. The whole plane, in person, if you guys haven't really checked out the slow poke, but you're lo- looking for something just kind of fun, easy to fly, relaxing, uh, it looks the slowpoke looks great in the air. Yeah. I thought, but again, you know, and we've talked about a million times when you do get a plane. Sometimes you just really gotta play with it a little bit and really adjust it. Get the CG where you like to fly. Yeah. Get the expo that you like because you know we were talking earlier. My expo and Mike's expo are yeah. you know they're different. Our switches are all different. Yeah, switches like Andre's flaps are on the right. I'm like, what do you guys? You know, we're all backwards. Adam on the had his flaps backwards. On oh yeah, Adam had the flap switch backwards. Yeah. You know, you push it down, the yeah, flaps that, went up. You flip it up, the flaps come down. I'm like, you guys are killing me. I, I remember you took off. I'm like, I don't remember which button the gear switch Yeah, that's is. right. That's right. Yeah. Like, I think this is the gear. Oh, yeah, that one, that switch. Throttle lock. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, it was rather entertaining yesterday. But now, the, did Adam and Luis stay on set? They probably no, 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 no. Well, uh, Luis did. He stayed the whole time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Adam had to get back, yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so it, it was still, I mean, we, 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 we flew, and it was like, you know, like last year's the same deal. You know, this this weekend's probably the biggest flying weekend that, that we will have. So it mm-hmm. was like, okay, actually for us, the only thing we didn't fly were our radians. Yeah. That day, everything else got flown, yeah. and most of it came back in one piece, you know, so. Did Adam end up lo- losing any crap? No, that, no we talked Adam, about that earlier. He got, like, he's so lucky. He shows up like, oh, I haven't flown much, and he I'm not really, really well. He's the surprised. only one that didn't crash. I mean, like, he seems a little more careful, but yeah. he does well. He as well, he yeah. greased some landings. Yeah. It was beautiful. I know. Yeah, Just he's like, well, I don't like it. crashing. Well, I don't in know fact, what you're doing. In but fact, he said something like he went, oh, and I thought for sure he wrecked yeah, one. Yeah. And here it was something silly. I forget what. Oh, he's yeah. like, oh, I just didn't want to nose over. My yeah, head. yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's your worst problem. <laughs> he freaking those. Speaking over. of that, uh, <laughs> Luis was having his first, you know, landing gear experience oh, of the that's weekend. Right. So it was fascinating listening him through, you know, doing his diagnostic. Okay. So, and he's like, well, how do I, when I throttle up, the Valiant wants to go. F- and and I think it was Adam saying, "Well, are you putting any elevator pressure in?" And it's like, "Oh, 
because Luis is a, he's a wing guy. Yeah, you know, and so he or non belly lander, right? Yeah. He never had gear, so he was yeah. getting used to it, and just you know, and he was flying and, and having a great time with the Valiant. Yeah, you know, and he said uh, the only thing I would change about that aircraft or some, and he picked up some in the fall. He picked up some landing gear in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, ditch those wheel pants and put mm-hmm. on some bigger gear, and you'll have zero grass issues because the Valiant is a sweet looking airplane. Yeah, flies real well too. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, it's that great combination. It's got the sport power, but mm-hmm. it's a high wing, so mm-hmm. you have none of the low wing interactions with the grass yeah. and the ground and everything. So yeah. it's it's that really nice, nice blend. I mean, I've flown one once mm-hmm. and was impressed right away because it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're going with this thing, you know. And it's 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 like a it's it's an athletic plane, yeah. But you don't deal with any of the low wing bad habits as far as you know, like coming in, you can you can dip that wing on landing and not scuff it or anything, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. yeah. So he was. I was. It was fun to watch him progress through through that one. I mean, obviously he's a great pilot. You yeah. know, when he, he's like, I haven't got the FPV yet, but I'm like, yeah. you'll have no but, problems. But it's funny that you know, here's Luis that flies these hundred mile an hour wings and then just all over. But then he gets to the, you know, a high wing. I didn't know, see sport, him fly that one. Sport plane that later. Yeah, and he's like, wow, like yeah. uh, I got to take off now. You yeah, just take yeah, off yeah, and yeah. land. A and, added pressure there. And so we're. I think we might have been flying the big gun. Yeah, we were flying the big planes. We were oh big, yeah. And and he tried to take off. And the grass was too aggressive with the wheel pants, right? So he's like, uh, I'm going to go off the patch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and went so, off the driveway. Like, Where is oh, he really? coming from? Yeah, we're flying the. You didn't worry about landing. <laughs> Usually, when you do that, you got to uh, worry about landing. I don't then. remember how we were focused. We were yeah. trading. We were swapping radios <laughs> at that point between the two planes. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. I think he might have come in. No, he came in on the grass, and it still didn't. Mm, yeah, he had the, the nose over. Yeah, yeah. just the wheel pants and everything right? right so once he switches that's over uh that'll be fine so yeah yep. uh you guys were talking going back to the uh the slow poke uh, you guys were asking me you know what what i what would i compare this airplane to mm-hmm. and my immediate it's it reminded me right away of flying the pawnee yep but way more power on tap oh really yeah. more power on tap well yeah because the, the pawnee the pawnee is a momentum plane but like you when you when you throttle that thing up it takes time mm-hmm. for it to uh, really get that tri blade up, and that, mm-hmm. that's more that 480 mortar package. So, um, but the the slowpoke that that power pack that prop it's mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah, really efficient, really good flight times, and like three S twenty two hundred. Yeah, off you go. You right. know, good deal. Well, I wanted to point out like my F four F Wildcat. It doesn't fly like a war, a true warbird because I would kill the throttle and it just kept going yeah. and going. Yeah. And, and I think on or, uh, Adam's Corsair did the same thing. He's like, I killed the throttle. Yeah. And, and that, that must fly very similar to the Wildcat. Oh, the, yeah, the Corsair. Because he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm killed throttle and he was able to land. And we both land with no, no throttle and it just yeah. keeps going. Yeah. You don't need that that throttle typical of a warbird mm-hmm. for, you know you mm-hmm. land on a thr- little bit of throttle so yeah i just wanted to point that out and that they don't really fly like a, your normal warbird but i mean we were spoiled in, in the location where you could set up your final yes. and like we're using we're actually using sure. john's markers mm-hmm. for when he flies his real plane mm-hmm. you know like okay come around and you've just got this beautiful mm-hmm. run up and mm-hmm. run down you know yeah so. and if you're a little short or a little long it, it didn't matter didn't well, I was, well remember I was, your first landing with the pt-15 Oh yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, this thing will float by. Yeah, and yeah, it went. Yeah, probably hundred feet. But see, past. I was landing right into the wind, which when we first got there mm-hmm. it was going to his house. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I had a short run yeah. for a lot of things, but it, they were fine. Yeah, I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go that way too. Right. 
a little later it's changed on us mm-hmm. and got better where you could go the, the yeah it, strip it changed later. all day long it moved yeah, around because yeah. we were watching the windsock on yeah. the hangar and it would then just... it was all the oil well direction yeah. for a while yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. right before i left yeah and then there was a crosswind off the I mean. side yeah mm-hmm. uh, and then i flew the tomahawk and you guys got to see that one i almost yeah. wish we had passed sticks around but i we missed all, that one i think it was it was surprising that we were talking about tracking the aircraft and mm-hmm. i find that one really easy to track in, in comparison to the 105 or something mm-hmm. like that it just it was very easy for me to watch it and spot it and we did a, I think I did a 3S flight and then eventually I did a 4S flight and just I want to see that if we get it's, yeah I'm going to today I'm probably going to be out FPVing that one yeah. for sure I was impressed with that little Tomahawk it's great size wise you yep. know you, to fly in a a smaller space. I almost wish the internals were a little larger because yeah. you're trying to cram all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You're trying to get all your connections going. Uh, I'm probably going to change how I power mine and just do a, um, a JST right off the uh, power lead. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I can hook in my transmitter because right now I use that balance one and that allows me to go from 3S to 2 because my transmitter will take it. And it's yeah. just, you know, and then it's one less wire, but you know, it's it's tight in there, but it works. Yeah. And it's so like you guys saw, I just tossed it. Yeah. You know, off and we the, go. And that's three cell, right? Three four, s- three or four. So a three. Oh, it flies on four. Yeah. Four S one thousand. Holy moly! Well, that's remember you grabbed the battery. Yeah. <laughs> you were gonna run because. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. Then the three S one thousand to the end. Sorry, the four S one thousand to three S thirteen hundred look very similar yes. in size, yes. right? So, yeah. Wow. Uh, Ryan asks, "How's the fuel look?" Very grassy. Yeah. Actually, it's looking really good. I was talking to Friday more afternoon or, yeah, late, late, you know, early afternoon. I got to uh, H Corps headquarters and I was talking with Austin that he'd been seeding a lot. And it looked good. It, it was, did. Real it looks, thick. Yeah. yeah. It needs yeah, to be yeah. cut so to promote some more growth. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to be okay. And we're all got our fingers crossed no that rain. we finally get some decent weather for, yeah. for uh, Flight Fest. It was hot out there. Yes. It was hot. Yeah. So we're. Yeah, and today, I think that's about it for us guys, but we're getting out today. Yes. Uh, it's going to be super hot today. We yep. just had some thunderstorms roll through. It's going to be high humidity. I think we're going to do some thermaling today. So we're going to break out the Radians, the XL, the DLGs. Yep. Uh, wings and yep, wings. BF-109. BF-109, I think we might uh, take Get a stab at that. Yep. So it should be fun and interesting, and I'm yep. sure there's going to be more going on. So it's been over two hours for your bonus podcast. Uh, two yeah. weeks in a row. Woohoo! Uh, but we we're ready. We want to get out of here, get some flying. Uh, I think that's about it. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, Facebook Live. We got to run through, get FPV here real you quick. Should, you should also probably mention our attire address. We haven't mentioned that one. For um, yeah. If you guys, anybody new to the show or whatever, and would like some T-shirts, um, I I don't have mine on, but you know, Andre's got one on. Mike's got one on. If you want an RC After Hours T-shirt. Go to shop, man, I can't remember, shop.spreadshirt.com slash RC After Hours. Everything's on there. There's a million different color combinations, different kinds, which is really cool. Uh, they do everything for us. They do all the shipping and everything. Um, so go buy an RC After Hours t-shirt uh, and uh, help us out and spread the word. <laughs> so and uh, we just uh, had a little chat last night. So you might be coming up with some newer designs here down the road. Give you something fresh. But uh, if you don't have one, go check it out. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash RC After Hours if you would like a shirt. Also, you guys have been fantastic. The uh, Patreon people, if you want to help out the show, your new newer listener or whatever, go help us out. That's what actually kind of runs the show. So 
um, patreon.com slash RC after hours. And again, anything helps. A lot of people just like to donate a dollar yep. a month. That's fine by us. You know, a dollar's a dollar. We'll take it. Some people are doing five, ten. We got even a few doing twenty, which is unbelievable. I can't even imagine you guys are giving us twenty bucks a month for this stuff, but uh, we really appreciate it. So thank you. And last but not least, real quick, uh, our, uh, getfpv.com. Go check them out. They're your number one shop for everything drone and FPV related. Same day shipping. Excellent customer service. Um, we have a new code, and it is RC After Hours. And if you spend $120, you get 10% off your entire order. I think the other code was working too well, so they decided to switch it up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but go check out getfpv.com. They are fantastic and have anything uh, drone and FPV related. Go check out their Lumineer batteries. We have a bunch that we just actually just charged up because we're going to be flying some uh, micro quads here soon. Uh, the Luminar batteries are fantastic. They're reasonably priced. They, I, Again, everybody knows, and, and Mike's the same way, I am terrible on batteries. I run them down to LVC. I don't put them in storage mode, and the Luminar batteries have been holding up very well. So cool. very impressive with their batteries. And if you want more information on anything FPV and drone related, they have a fantastic site. It's get, getfpv.com slash learn, and you can get on there and read about Anything and everything drone and FPV related. If you had any questions about cameras, ESCs, frames, whatever it is, uh, information is on there and they'll explain it in better detail about anything. So go check that out. And we thank those guys. They are really helping us out. And we hope uh, we can continue with them. So please go check out getfpv.com. Spend $120 because I told you so. Use the code RC After Hours, the new code and save 10% off your entire order. And everybody seems to be liking it. So on that note. I'm really looking forward to flying with some friends now. Yes. Yes. Go. We Let's are going to get out of here, charge two batteries, get some different planes today. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I haven't been this excited actually just to get the sailplanes out too. Just like maybe lay in the grass or the chair, grab our iced tea or whatever, and just see what we can find, you know, thermal wise. And, uh, should be fun. I should think be a so. Good time. So, thanks again, everybody. Thank you for joining yeah. us on Facebook Live, hanging out, uh, sending James some questions. That was fun. Thanks yeah. for James uh, from Motion RC to come yeah. on, hang out, give us a lot of information. It should be fun down the road talking to him more. So, on that note, we're out of here. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. See you later.